What's poppin'? Drew and Mike show. Full house. Trudy, Mark, Brandon, and Eli's on the Zoom in a minute from the DealsInTheD.com studios. And the show is presented by Hall Financial. If you're interested in a refi, if you have liquidity problems and you need to take cash out of your home because you own a home, you can use the equity in your home to put yourself in a better position, especially with high interest credit card debt. You might want to try a free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial. Uh, call 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall First. And then, of course, uh, we've been talking about our friends at Ghost Budsters, our newest sponsor. Find Ghost Budsters at one of your favorite dispensaries like Vibe, All Locations, King of Buds in Monroe, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, Breeze in Hazel Park, Shango in Hazel Park, and Dispo in Romeo, Brandon's Choice. Uh, provider, and if they don't have Ghostbusters, please ask for it because hopefully they'll carry it. That's one of the ideas behind this campaign with the six time Cannabis Cup award winning Ghostbusters, meticulously hand trimmed by actual growers that care and are very passionate about great weed. Premium packaging ensures the product stay for it's cool packaging, isn't it, Brandon? Oh, yeah, no, sure. Uh, hopefully Eli comes home sometime so we can get him some ghost budsters and get another great opinion. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yesterday we had the AFC and the NFC championships to find out who would be in the Super Bowl. Game one was a big disappointment, but game two gave us a lot. Eli is brought to you by Dr. Yeldo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Yeldo. Dr. Yeldo presents See it. My way, an Eli Zarek production. She got a TV on me. What song is that? That's TVI by the Stooges. Oh, oh Stooges. Oh. I knew it was fucking cool. <laughs> Just didn't know it. Had a distortion there. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't hear it on this end, but I wouldn't have known what it was if I had, so... <laughs> Well, it's another song that mentions ITVI, right? Correct. Actually, a big Stooges song. I should have recognized it. Okay, Eli, where do you want to start? Well, you know, you're right. The first game was was truly awful. Can you imagine if that Eagles 49ers game had been played in San Francisco? See, in Philadelphia, they love to see uh, the other team completely uh, disabled. You know, the home fans love to see a blowout. Can you imagine? So in Philly, Philly was they were just raucous throughout the thirty-one to seven beatdown of the team without a quarterback. I was just thinking, what if this was in San Francisco? Can you imagine the level of depression, the silence to watch their team <laughs> without even a chance? In fact, I was looking at the ESPN odds; it was ninety-nine point nine percent that Philadelphia would win early in the third quarter. That's Sad. How, that's how impossible it was. <laughs> so th- th- there was that, but then. So that was an awful game, and the, the obviously the play that will mark the, at Joseph Asai's career. You watch in horror as Mahomes went out of bounds near the end of the game, and he shoved him. You know, most penalties you got to get the replay to see how the the offensive lineman held, or to see how the defensive back kind of hooked him. But when they're when when the guy's got the ball, the camera's on him, and they hit him out of bounds. You go, oh no! And what a time to do it. And to see that kid, 22 years old, a rookie, who they had just been praising. Uh, Romo and, and Nance were praising because he had two Sad. quarterback hits on the homes. <laughs> and now he, he, does a, he, he commits a sin 
that will mark him for for life unless he can he can overcome it, which which he, oh. he can eventually because he's young. But to see him sobbing on the sidelines afterwards and being consoled just shows the drama of sports and so, how it's so stunning there, that was. So there will be no Joe a side day in Cincinnati then. Is no. is that what? No, I I doubt he will ever recover. Although is he ever going to go back there? Uh, they should have yeah, cut, cut him. They should have cut him right after right that. There. Oh, I would have made him strip immediately. Yeah. If it was up to me at the time, I would have said, "Strip your uniform off before the field goal." And then he'd have to stand there just in his jockstrap and nothing else. But I, I, um, I really did a 180 because at the time, in fact, they tweeted that, uh, "Hey, a good call to fake the injury after you make the dumbest play in NFL history." Stripped on was, the bench. I was so pissed at him, and then when I saw him crying after the game, I was like, "Oh man!" Now yeah, but his leg's fine. <laughs> yeah, Look, his knee okay. is fine. His leg is fine, so there wasn't an injury there. Maybe he needs to go he, to Doctor Yaldo. He couldn't. He couldn't judge the distance there. And actually, he was watching in. the replay, his his foot was still in bounds. Mahomes was out of bounds, though. He was way out of bounds. I don't. But it just. But he's he's twenty two. He was a, born in Nigeria. Came he's to the idiot. US at ten. <laughs> Came and, to the U.S. You know, at 10. And he blew the game know. for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> but he missed his whole rookie year with a, with a meniscus. He gets to play. He, he He's not a starter. He fills in. He plays admirably. And then he you does this. But it's just strange and, and, and upsetting Idiot. to see how a mistake, a goof, well, an error, a dumb play can just be a black market in the entire career. But the well, difference is... Uh, no, nobody, total idiot. No, everyone will be mad at him in Cincinnati. No one will say that Joe Burrow had a pretty shit game and didn't move the ball in the first quarter or the last drive. And except for his one five screen. times. Yeah. And he was sacked by then nine penalties. Yeah, so... But, well, I, I gotta uh, say, when Cincinnati... Completed the third and sixteen with one twenty-two left. I mean, there's if you I rewatched the last couple minutes, and I was just amazed because I'm thinking, oh my god, there's one twenty-two left. They just got a third and sixteen. They're going to go down and kick the field goal. So on first down with fifty-six seconds left, Bengal uh, Burrow completes a two-yard pass, and the clock's ticking. And instead of rushing up the line, letting the clock go down a little more, which I mean, you have to be aware of the clock if you're ever going to mm-hmm. surrender the ball. They called a timeout. Yeah. With 47 seconds left, <laughs> and that is what allowed. <laughs> that is what gave Kansas City enough time, and they only had 41 seconds. That's all they had last year. It was 13, more, I was gonna say, 13 more, seconds yeah. for Kansas City against Buffalo. Well, yeah. But but Drew, you're right. And I, I was going to. You should have a special intro with the music and everything for the dumb clock management of the day because it happens on every show <laughs> where you you acutely keenly find these things, but. It shouldn't have happened. If 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 Asai hadn't pushed him out of bounds, they would have had a sixty-yard field goal, which they couldn't make. So you you, you can't obviously you, you you don't know what's going to happen in, in the ensuing seconds. But it's only a, a monumental blunder. And by the way, he's twenty-two. You, you think about it. I, I was thinking of two cats. What are what are bonehead plays in, in in Detroit? And the two that I thought of that could have been career killers, but weren't, was when Chris Osgood. Let in the goal, oh, lose to the Sharks. Oh, yeah. But you see, he was a kid though, and after that, he had a near Hall of Fame career, and that was, and he was able to to, to put that behind him. It was also How a first about, round that wasn't to get in the finals. Right, it was a first round, and and I was, uh, in fact, uh, uh, Kelser called. I, I, I was talking to Kelser, and I and I remember we were, we, were t- we were talking to. I'm not dropping the name. Are you sure? Buddy, but I said, did he call you or did you name. call him? He called you. He called me. To Why see did he call you? Just curious. Just because we're buddies, he called me. He's, okay. he's, he was a, a colleague. I worked with him right. for, for for many years. Colleague, right. Anyway, 
Isaiah Isaiah Thomas throwing the ball to Bird. If that had been late in his career, it would have marked him forever. But he was able to have a Hall of Fame career after that. And so it's just a side note that he made the the, the dumbest pass in Piston history that cost them a chance to go to the finals and win a championship. Well, if Asai wins two Super Bowls and he's the leader, (laughs) then I'll say, yeah, I'll forgive him like Isaiah. Unlike Bill Buckner, who made the the error, the oh. biggest bonehead play oh. when he was thirty nine years old, he had he had no he, had, he couldn't fight back from that one. Or Scott Norwood, right? I mean Norwood right. missing that field. That's goal. the biggest one, really. Um, well, forty eight wasn't at that time. It wasn't that outrageous to miss a forty eight. How well, about the, the, the George? Fact, the fact that he barely missed it too. You know, if he would have missed wildly, yeah. it would have been like, oh, that's close. What about the uh, Georgetown guard that threw the ball to James Worthy yes. oh, yeah. on their last uh, possession? Uh, Fred Freddie Brown. Brown. <laughs> yeah. Freddie Brown. How Ooh, about the uh, how about the, the the butt tackles? Mark Sanchez with, with <laughs> the butt Mark fumble. Scott. Butt yeah. fumble. What about or, trouble yeah. with the snap or uh, or the or Chris old, Weber timeout? When uh, Pizarchik, the, the the Giants quarterback, yep. could have could have taken a knee and handed it off and fumbled the handoff, and Herman Edwards returned it for the touchdown. And, uh, and here's one. Here's here's another local one I'd forgotten about. In an overtime coin toss, Marty Morningway <laughs> took oh, the yeah. wind, and they went on to lose. <laughs> he was a five and twenty-seven coach, and I'd forgotten about that because he everything else they did during that era was so pathetic that he did. They were what? You got to take the ball in overtime. Wasn't, wasn't that the game that was played at the University of Illinois? Yeah, it was in Champaign Urbana. Um, going back to the game though, because Eli, you mentioned like bonehead um, kind of um, clock management. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted Cincinnati to win because I don't understand why Andy Reid punted on fourth and eight from the Cincinnati 37 with 236. Yeah, that, that was strange, like, too. That is yeah. the dumbest, because, I, I, you know, punting drives me up a wall. But I thought that was really yeah. stupid. Was but it no fourth, one, and, fourth, and, fourth and eight? Fourth and eight, yeah. But you're on their 37. Why not go for it? Yeah, on the 37. And, and remember, they, they, they could have given them third and 22 or fourth and eight, and they picked fourth and eight because he knew that Cincinnati yeah. coach that they were going to. And what about, the, uh, what about the clock error? The takeover? Oh, I was so furious yeah, about the that. the official Scott. I mean, there was a lot of... The I've never seen a do-over like that. Did they, did they actually go... Takeover! Uh, takeover! They <laughs> 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 just got really a second chance. Do-over. That was such horse shit. Yeah, do-over. Well, that, was, that was too weird. Oh, here's another one. How about Chris Weber's bonehead play? Where he called timeout, yep. but he didn't have it. That when wasn't his fault, though. Career. If you ask him, it was Demetrius Callop's fault, who was on the bench. because Yeah, the bench him. people were signaling for him to call timeout. Nothing's so. ever Chris Weber's fault. <laughs> uh, er, um, who, who was, oh, but the, but the biggest penalty anybody ever paid for a bonehead play was when they had the World Cup here in 1994. And oh, Andres yeah. Escobar had, did an own goal and got yeah, assassinated yeah. when he went back to Colombia <laughs> by gamblers who, who he cost money. That's yeah. the ultimate price. That's pretty harsh. Yeah, pretty, I'd say pretty harsh. <laughs> but what's, it, what's interesting, too, is that GOAT, what, Bill Butner was a GOAT, and, and, and GOAT was a word that meant a bonehead play. In the natural... Robert Duval, I believe it was him as in the press box, drawing a picture of Roy Hobbs with goat ears before Hobbs then hit the home run because he was going to say in the paper that he was a goat. Now, goat means you're the greatest of all time. And so I've never seen a word in sports go from the ultimate insult to the ultimate compliment, the, the, uh, the great goats. That's anyway, funny. I've Googled, um, I've Googled the goat of the game, meaning the, the guy that blew the game, and it always yeah. comes up with the greatest of all time. <laughs> So it's made a complete transformation. So that Muhammad term doesn't Ali, exist. Right. Muhammad Ali, right? Didn't he coin it? 
He, I, he was the first, yeah. and now you got Brady, Brady and Simone Biles and Serena Williams. As LeBron. A, Various LeBron, the various goats out there. I thought it was better as a. I think goat is the greatest of all time. <laughs> anyway, um, the other game is, was interesting also, and in, in how awful it was the 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 Eagles game. But but here's you know we, we talk about salaries in sports. Jalen Hurts made one point zero eight million this year as part of his four year rookie deal. Four years, six million dollars. Next year he's going to go from one million. To fifty million, yeah. or at least forty, because starting quarterbacks, Eric Rodgers makes fifty, Mahomes makes fifty, fifty, Russell Wilson makes four, even Matt Stafford makes forty, and of course Deshaun Watson, all guaranteed forty six million. Mm. So Hurts is going to go from <laughs> basically zero to fifty overnight. But what's wow. what's Brock Purdy going to go to? Good question. What's the uh, what's the salary cap approximately for an NFL team? Oh, I they just they just announced today. Twenty five million. Is it's it, go, it's two, going up sixteen million next to year. To what? Is it two twenty four? I thought I saw that two twenty four. So next that's a year? quarter of your roster for Jalen Hurts, or, or no less than? Well, it's less than that, but yeah, two twenty four. Yeah, a fifth. Yeah, be, be a fifth of your roster. For it's a lot team. of dough. Oh, by the way, did you did you guys enjoy seeing Nadama Kung Su? I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know. And I, I so I'm thinking this this guy's amazing. You know, you, you say what you will about him. Thirteen years. I looked it up. He's made two hundred and twenty million dollars. He's only playing for two million. Two hundred. Think of that. A, a, a defensive tackle. Uh, you know, six four, three fifteen. What longevity? He's had an amazing career. That. Uh, that started here. Of course, he's known as a dirty player. I don't know how true that is. But yeah, Warren, stat, but yeah. Warren Buffett's infe- investing it for him. Yeah. I also I also had no idea that Josh Johnson, A, was still in the league, and B, that he was on the 49ers, because he played for the Lions. For He's he's known for being a guy that's played for every team. He's played for more teams than any, 14 teams, more teams than any player in, in NFL history. And a lot of them, he was on the practice squad, so he made thirty or 40000 a year. I looked him up. He's made $8.5 million in his 12 years being a backup Not a bad guess. Right. Per- it's no Purdy? surprise to me that 13 teams have unloaded him because he sucks. Oh, my God, he was He's awful. Terrible. He was awful. Why did Why did they bother even using a quarterback? Yeah, put Christian McCaffrey in there. I want to see McCaffrey play back there just for fun. Yes. He's a fourth-string quarterback. In fact, when Greg Olson, the, doing the color commentary of the game, said, well, this all comes down to whether Josh Johnson can play it. I'm saying, in other words, the 49ers' hopes rest on a fourth-string quarterback. It was Trey Lance, Garoppolo, Purdy. Or By the way, Purdy is a rookie contract, and he was the last one pick. He's making... He's making the minimum. He's probably making yeah. four fifty. Yeah. So he's poor guy. He, he, he's going to have to survive four or five years in the league. Before I tell you what, that that fumble just to me was the whole game could be explicated by or explained by that yeah. that ball. He tries to throw it, and then his elbow hits it fifteen yeah. yards down yeah. the field. I, I got news for you. I don't think they had a chance in that game, even with them being healthy. Well, it didn't hurt having that uh, that first drive uh, basically kept alive what? seven points thanks to the referee because Big they hurry up to the right? line. When a team hurries up to the line, shouldn't you go, whoa, wait a second, why are they hurrying up to the line? Hold yeah. on. Yeah, you should. Exactly. The mm-hmm. whole the whole point of the whole point of replays for that not to happen and the sophisticated replay system. So I guess it still needs to be redone, right? To, to, I, to the first thing I thought stuff. was, did he really catch that? Yeah. yeah. Did uh, but, you guys didn't you get were you sure he caught it? 
when he yeah, caught well, it. Well, I mean, they only showed that one replay from no, behind off the no. sideline. It wasn't until they came back serious? and showed you that other replay. He, but he, but Brandon, we were had... watching it, and as soon as he started, you know, doing the fist together, I'm like, he didn't catch that ball. He knows he didn't catch that ball. Well, they hurried right. up to the line. That tells yeah. you he didn't catch that right. ball. And the guy that <laughs> caught right. the guy that catches the ball making that signal means, yeah, he didn't catch that ball. If it was anybody else, then it's oh, we're just trying to take advantage of a momentum swing after a fourth and three. Fourth and three. <laughs> Twenty nine yard catch. Yeah. That was they, that's seven points off the board. Also, there's the roughing right. the punter. Right. That's another seven points. Right. I, it was bullshit. That second yeah, yeah. half, though, I'm with you, Drew. Why didn't they just run trick plays? Because they couldn't throw the ball. They, they weren't going to throw the ball. They tried to. They were doing all kinds of flea flicker shit that wouldn't work. If, if, if an NFL defense, especially yeah, good enough to play in the, in, the, in the AFC championship, and you can't throw the ball, you got no chance. Can't you have chance. to throw the ball somehow. Yeah, Put gotta, someone back there that can throw the ball. Why not? <laughs> you got to run a screens or yeah, there's something. You play to win the game. That was lame. Yeah, I mean, the game was over. As soon as you saw Purdy didn't throw the ball and his first nine plays back, it's like, well, forget. This is ridiculous. Nice nice that Brock Purdy could come back into the game. Where were you before? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the, the sad thing is there's one more football game, and then what do we got? We got March Madness. The the March Madness, that's true, although Michigan's not even going to make the tournament the the way they're playing. They got routed by Penn State over the weekend. It's hard to even watch. Do they cancel March Madness if Michigan doesn't make it? (laughs) No, but Michigan Michigan State (laughs) Michigan State may make it in, but they're they're only four. So you got that then you got the Wings who won't make the playoffs. You got the Pistons who are battling for the draft rights to Victor Wambayana, and they're they finish in the bottom three, which they will. Well what about the Tigers? Didn't they acquired a couple of uh, nondescript (laughs) players? Yeah they wait 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 what about the USFL? There you go. Oh. What about the that Champions League? Shot. The Panthers. What about the Champions League, Eli? And what are the WNBA finals coming up? <laughs> oh, the women's NCAA tournament. Michigan's women's team should be in that. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Boring. Oh, cool. <laughs> the, 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 Can't um, wait. What? Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, well, I was just going to hit on some of the Super Bowl themes. I, were you guys a little – I was surprised because they were talking about how another barrier is being broken with two <laughs> African-American quarterbacks starting against each other in the Super Bowl. Uh, first of all, I didn't realize I'm that, surprised that this is the first time, to tell you the truth. I am, yeah, too. too. I mean, it's yeah. long way since Doug Williams with the Redskins. Who great the Super Bowl. <laughs> but um, – I I guess that is a big barrier. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like people are trying to screw black quarterbacks anymore. Are do, does anyone feel that they are? No, no, no they, they only not try not to screw black coaches. <laughs> General managers too, probably. <laughs> there's only two black head coaches. It's weird. Is that two? Yes, there's only two, I believe. Two. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, and, and uh, Steve Wilkes got, got Steve uh, <laughs> lost the lost the job. And uh, I don't know how they didn't hire Steve Wilkes for yeah. Frank Reich. <laughs> I, yeah. Whatever. Well, now, you know, it's interesting because the, the, you always learn who these defensive uh, or these uh, coordinators are. And the guy for San Francisco, is it DeMarco or Deep Demko Ryan's yep. is supposed to be uh, a, a top coaching candidate. But, you know, uh, so so yesterday I'm thinking, you know, or was it Saturday? Yeah, because they, they played the golf. They finished the golf on Saturday because of the football yesterday. So I'm watching the last round of the, the thing at, at Torrey Pines, which probably none of you did because I don't know. No, if you did. no, no, absolutely but, not. But. But just like Mahomes, just, just like Mahomes played yesterday, the stars have to play. When the stars don't play, it rips everybody off. And so I'm watching this golf, and there's no 
Kepka. There's no Sergio. There's no Dustin Johnson. There's no Cam Smith. There's no Mickelson. And I'm saying this PJ Tour, it's fucked. I, I can't watch golf if, if 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 the stars don't play, and that and that tour is is broken. And I, and what's interesting in basketball is now this big controversy with load management. It's a huge because, issue because the you know the, the trainers and the sports nutritionists and all these experts that that are in the entourages that that you know the the, the TB12 guys like like Brady's guys, they say 82 games is too much. A player should no play more no more than 65. So what? they bench them, but the so but the star without the stars, it isn't a game. And you saw that perfectly in, in football yesterday. Without a star quarterback, the game isn't even worth watching. Well, not only no. that, but you're ripping off the fans. I don't know if you saw what happened exactly. to the Miami Heat. They had a, a kid shows up and he's got a sign that we traveled 4,500 miles. I guess he was from Argentina to oh see boy. Jimmy Butler. And he's right. standing there with the sign during warm-up. And a security guard comes up and is like, Jimmy Butler's not playing tonight. And, the kid and he's just, perfectly healthy, too. And he's healthy. Kid he's just well, did Jimmy Butler come off. over and sign something for him? The team. I don't think he was even in the arena because the team then just showered him with gifts. Just tons yeah. and tons but they of couldn't yeah. call Jimmy Butler and say, hey, Jimmy, this is kind of a big deal. I, this is... These are athletes, big problem, owners, though. and general managers saying, fuck the fans. The fans don't matter. They don't care about you at all. I, I mean, you show up. They, Seems like they, they, maybe if you're going to go 45 around, maybe you should contact someone and make sure that yeah, they're going to be playing. Right. <laughs> you're blaming this kid. <laughs> he's from Argentina. Well, Who's he going to call? What, if he's a kid, he didn't just make the arrangements and fly himself, yeah, he did. did he? he did. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what, he catfish Americans he, for the money he, and then just the make border. a reservation? He crossed the border at Eagle Pass. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, but I, that is, you know, I, I understand that <laughs> the team. ridiculous. The team's got millions of dollars invested in these. You know, these athletes, it's their commodity. I get why they rest it, but you know what? Play less games or make the exactly. schedule make the schedule longer. Give well, them more breaks. Who's missing say, games right. because of load management? LeBron, LeBron I guess, is, is missing Le games. LeBron Who else? is the he's he's the king of load management. LeBron. But Steph Curry, all of them do. Steph yeah. Curry misses games? I, I think, oh, yeah. Really? I, I didn't Popovich Popovich created that in San Antonio, resting Tim Duncan, Duncan and yep. Ginobili and those guys and and uh, the 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 uh, euphemistic term is load management <laughs> instead of saying sit their asses because yeah. you know we, we want to save out. them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you think they could have a secondary uh, a definition of load management to help them with another problem in the NBA, <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it's called condoms. <laughs> I was talking to Eli before the show. Drew, did you see the LeBron James uh, incident against the, the uh, Celtics? Yeah, where he laid on the floor for 56 seconds because <laughs> it, somebody didn't call a foul. He was crying about it. I mean, literally, not just whining, but he had tears about it. What a fucking uh, baby. Uh, Jesus but, Christ. And then another guy got a technical, and they lost the game because of it because he brought a camera <laughs> over to say, hey, look at the look at your shitty call on this camera. <laughs> I was telling Eli about Patrick Beverly goes and grabs yeah. like a, a photog, like one of those big yeah, yeah. It yeah. is scrolling through it to show the official yeah. as if as if the official could go, as if the official could go, oh wow, well that still photo you showed me really proves it. Hey, I, I just want to say this too, because so we talked about but the Celtics that started overtime. It's the first time I've ever seen overtime started where the team had a lead because the Celtics made that that uh technical foul. Wait, why didn't that count as the as the block game was over? It, it was should've. it was already in overtime. Was that in the regulation? What? Yeah. End of regulation, but overtime hadn't started. Really? Yeah. So, so, yeah, the, so, so the a, clock had run out when he ran up with the camera. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Wow. Okay. Hey, I saw a list of the top ten NIL earners. Mm -hmm. Did you guys see the list? Mm -mm. No. Number one. Any idea who's number one? 
It was uh, uh, Arch, was Arch Manning, the, um, the quarterback, uh, Alabama. Uh, Arch Alabama is number Bryce two. Arch, Arch is two. Yeah. Bryce Young. Num- number one is Bronny James. Oh, Bronny, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I get isn't it. That amazing. I know how fucking disgusting. I'm surprised. <laughs> He's a high school basketball player. He's a name. Listen, you know, one one in four young people today. Their career goal is to be an influencer, a word we didn't even hear five years ago. And, 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 and that's, that's, where, that's where the money is. Imagine, imagine when you guys were on, on, on the radio at Riff, and, and maybe over the course of a week, what do you have, maybe half a million lists, 400,000 lists, however no, many no, it no, was. No. no, we had way more than that. <laughs> okay, we had but, close to a million. Yeah. Actually, we did okay. have a million at one time. Let's say you had a million, but 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 look what it took for that million people paying you a salary, paying Mike a big salary. You got salespeople, you got managers, you got promotions people, you got infrastructure, you got a building, you got all kinds of expenses. Now, some little girl can sit in her living room or bedroom, put makeup on and have a million followers with zero money invested. I know. So. And so, and so that, that's how Blake Corum is making it back to Michigan because he's going to get NIL money. Otherwise, he would have had to had to go pro, and it would have cost him because he couldn't work at any of these work uh, any of the pre-draft camps because he needs six months to, to to heal his leg. And so, without NIL, he was fucked. He, he would have to. It was he's fucked, but but he would have had to go to the NFL. Probably would have ba- could have gotten cut. So who knows? So you know the NIL is 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 um, keeping players in school, and you know it's it's it, it and, and now a player not just works on his. By the way, keep keep keeping players in school to play sports. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, the, the way it's not keeping them in school to study. It's like, no, they're keeping them to in make money to make money for yeah. Oh, By the way, man. I saw Blake Corm working out in Los Angeles about two weeks ago, and I'm like, why isn't he in class? Uh, two weeks ago, winter break. Winter break in uh, mid-January? It's, it's study you know, hall. Okay. I was study hall. About that. I was thinking about the Joe Burrow thing, and we've talked about it, because when Burrow transferred from Ohio State to LSU and, 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 and won the Heisman Trophy, and so he wins the Heisman Trophy in, in December, and I think he was done then. He was a graduate student, whatever he was. And then, he, and then he, we've talked about this. Then he said, you know what? I'm going to go out on campus and like meet some fellow students to see what it's like here at LSU. <laughs> so here he was a football player, never went to a class, never met a fellow student <laughs> if he wasn't in the fucking football building. So that's how that, that that's the disconnect. They the, have the, there, the best part gotta, of the yeah. best part about that national championship. I don't know if you remember, they were celebrating in the locker room and was it little Wayne or some, some rapper was down there just <laughs> handing out cash. Yeah. No, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, wasn't it an alumni? Oh, oh, was it OBJ? It was, uh, it was, it was an OBJ. OBJ. That's right. Yeah. 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 Which was a violation then, and now it wouldn't be. No, they pretend totally like it was fake money too. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so stupid. Oh, they lied. When 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 we had Chris Weber on the Eli and Denny show, not dropping names, just saying whatever. <laughs> we had Chris. We had Chris Weber. <laughs> we offered. We we offered to buy him a pizza, and he said, "You know, that's a violation." I'm not allowed to come here on this show and let you pay me. Oh, with a Chris pizza. Weber, but he took two hundred sixty thousand dollars from uh, from what's his name? That was Ed Martin's fault, not Chris Weber's. <laughs> Just ask him. He was taking advantage of a teenager. Yeah, yeah, right. Twenty Chris. Okay. Sure. <laughs> my, uh, my last story. I don't know if you guys talked about. You couldn't this buy him not, a pizza. Is that the story Mitch Allen used? No, that he couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't uh, fill his car up with gas. I think. Same difference. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder should have used some of the two hundred sixty thousand dollars Ed Martin gave him. <laughs> Of course, he he also said that at half the people in the stands were wearing his jersey, and they sold him at Moe's, Moe's Sports Shop for sixty bucks a piece, probably one fifty now, and he got none of that money. So you know, it, it, it was long time coming. But now Michigan has expanded the tunnel 
and eliminated 45 <laughs> seats. That, that, that must have really pushed them to eliminate 45 seats so that nobody can lean over 45. and tap Mel Tucker on the, on the <laughs> exactly. 45. Hey, those, those are expensive seats. But then I read further. What they're doing is they're going to make up for the 45 seats by making more standing, standing room. room. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that? Well, I was thinking about no, it. Why they not? need more money. They always need more money. But why not add 3,000 standing room seats? Right? Why not just let as many people into those gates as they can fit? Will someone what inform is- me when a university t- lets their alums know and everyone else that, by the way, we've got plenty of money right now. We don't need any money mm-hmm. <laughs> because they have endowments of billions and billions of dollars, but yeah. yet they never cut to it. You know, we're going to need some of our endowment to cut tuition. And they never tell you they don't need money. They well, always need money. Right. Another example right. about that is... Um, because Michigan has now sent out the emails and mailings about renewing your seats for next year. Oh, it's crazy. Did. I didn't even get mine. The personal yeah. seat license, or whatever they call it now. Whatever yeah, that's it, PSO, term. right? Yeah, PSO. Uh, it's the same price as last year, even though there's one less game this year at home. Ah. <laughs> really? You can't, hey, even pr- you can't even prorate that? Give me a break. Everything's more expensive and products are Their downsized. costs have gone up. Yeah. Their costs have gone way up. <laughs> <laughs> they had to build that t- Actually, They had to work they on had that to tunnel. They had to fix that tunnel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, they are losing money through NIL because a lot, of, a lot of local businesses, you know, rich alums, yeah. would give money to the athletic department. And I say, why would I give it to the athletic department? I'll just give it to the kid and, and, and get promotional value out of That's it. That's not so, fair to the school. I know, but doesn't everyone agree that you would rather these people give money to the players instead of the school? Yes. Yeah, I would. Yes. But I would rather they got paid by the people who should pay them. I mean, would that make more sense? Yeah, they'd take like 50% for they some do reason. commercials for Mike Morse to make their money? <laughs> Attorney Mike Morse? Well, they would do both. You know, you know they would still do these commercials, right? Yeah, well, yeah, they yeah, would have, keep... But they would have money. They could at sure. least go, you know what? I don't have to do that sleazy thing. But they would. The, the, whole, the whole system, the whole system will, will be revamped, but uh, it's it's kind of a mess now. Anyway, hey, each year about five million Americans get LASIK or cataract surgery. That means about a hundred thousand Michiganders get one or the other every year. LASIK was introduced about twenty five years ago. Doctor Yalda was one of the first in Michigan to perform what sounded almost too good to be true. Don't wear glasses or contacts. It's true. In twenty twenty three, custom LASIK with Doctor Yaldo fast painless and as safe as any procedure in the entire field of medicine, especially in the hands of someone as experienced as Dr. Yaldo. In the last 10 years, cataract replacement lenses have been so refined, they correct for near and far vision with stunning accuracy. So a lot of people 45 and up who have lost their near vision. Many who have listened to this show. Uh, and of course you lose due to the aging process, get these multifocal lenses. Never again need reading glasses, regular glasses or contacts, which is it for you? Just get a free evaluation and then get the best eyesight imaginable. The number is 800-398-EYES. Go to YaldoYCenter.com. Save $1,500 on custom LASIK by just mentioning the show. All right. I'll you, get out of you here. You didn't have a single eulogy for Bobby Hull, huh? Wow. Oh, yeah, Bobby, Bobby Hull died? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Golden yeah. Jet? Yeah, thanks for reading yeah. the prep. I get out of here. Oh, my God. He was my hey, favorite man. hockey player. I knew that before you. Just want to say. What, we had him on, uh, <laughs> no. One of the many, one of the many octogenarians who up. appeared on No Filter Sports. Right. Oh, I've got a Bobby Hull story. I'm going to tell it after a few days have gone by. It's not a great story. The one about before. assaulting the police. Oh, Mark no, told me a whole bunch one. of bad ones. <laughs> oh, was it about assaulting his wife? Mark man, basically he told a... me Bobby Hull was the worst man that ever walked this planet. <laughs> no, okay, okay, no, no he wasn't me, that bad. Mark. No, it's funny because I said to Brandon, I said, I had no idea that Bobby Hull uh, beat two of his wives and assaulted a police officer until he died. <laughs> 
That was that, that's been floating around the internet today. It's a well, terrible trivia. Nice, show some nice, respect nice, for nice the Ulysses, <laughs> but uh, no, but no one. My point is, no one does it anymore. What I learned about Bobby Hall is that. Yeah, they can't things. wait to tell you that because I mean. he died. Yeah. Like Kobe. Right. Well, I might as well tell my story a little later. Okay. All right. But wow. Bobby so Hall. Okay, thanks, Jeez. Eli. Anything else? Uh, and our friends inside Ford want you to know that new car inventory is pretty much back to where it needs to be. It's growing. Inventory grows. So do savings. A full lot means better selection. Better selection means dreamy deals. Best of all, when you visit our friends and studio sponsors, I, Ford & Holly, you get both. So if you bought out your lease in the past year or two because there was nothing to choose from and everything sucked, today's your lucky day. There's no need to spend money on new brakes, tires, maintenance. Just trade that turd in and get $2,000 more than it appraised for when you purchase or lease a new Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer at Side Ford. As a matter of fact, you can trade in almost any used car and get the extra two grand when you get a new whip. Nobody cares. Need more deals? How about 0% financing? Yep, 0% on many of the new vehicles in stock at Zot. Plus, Gavar and the team will toss in a Ford factory trifold tonneau cover at no charge on every F-150 buyer lease in the month of January, which is over today, right? Yeah, today's the 30th. So <laughs> Clearly. Tomorrow's the 31st, yeah. And expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains, and you can check out both when you go visit dealsinthed.com. But hurry. And by the way, I saw today that Ford reduced the cost of the Mach-E. Oh, uh, yeah, the Mach-E. Because. Yeah, to compete with Tesla. Yeah. So, wow, they're coming what at What would you do to pick one up? I want to. I really would. How long is your lease? Um, It's over. So oh, really? I'm just, yeah. I'm just extending um, but it'd take six months to get one. It Pretty sure. A Mach-E takes six months? Over. Yeah. Oh, boy. Right. Yeah. It's people ordering cars, anyway. it's almost normal now. Really? <laughs> no. That's some pretty ones. Boy. Um, and then you got to have it insured by Legacy Partners because they do home. They do auto. They also do small business. And if you're getting near Medicare age, they also will suss out the best deals for Medicare. No charge. So you don't get scammed. They're independent, they shop the carriers, find the best deal, and you'll be mad at your current insurance carrier when you find out how much you've been overpaying and for how long. So call 586-209-4106 before you overpay another month, well, quarter, actually. Call 586-209-4106 and get into the drawing for the $50 gift card, and then go to Lady Jane's and get your hair did. The winning experience, register for once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to win a down payment on your dream home up to $200,000. Lady Jane's, seven days a week. Walk in anytime. It's wicked awesome. Yeah. Hey, Brandon. Um, Yo. Let's see. I, I was just looking at your cuts. Tony Romo almost says the N-word? Whoa. <laughs> you didn't see this? This was no. uh, oh my God. big trend. You did, did you hear it too, Mark? Or no? Yeah, I heard it. What'd you think? Is, is anybody mad about that? No, he totally was about to say it. <laughs> well, let's hear it. I mean, what do, what do we think? The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. And th- you talked about it. This is the best tackling team. They don't miss tackles. <laughs> what? Clear as day. I mean, he was going to say they got three, say three N-words we're about to we're tackling. What? <laughs> yeah, because that's total. The extra yards, the tough yards, the finish on the play. Right there, you got three. And th- you talked about it. This is what? the best tackling team. They don't miss tackles. Right, it's clear. You might as well, well just a- have said it. That was a career saver. Because that sounds exactly <laughs> like what Tony Romo would say, just throwing the N-word out. And we got, I heard some people were mad about, uh, what's his name saying, Jabroni? Oh. Kelsey? Why can't he say Wait, Jabroni? So he said, I don't know. Is that some kind of a slur? Somebody no. thought that was racist. That's a wrestling term for somebody who's, you know, like a hack. 
He's yeah. mimicking uh, The it's Rock, Rock. Yeah. Yeah. in the WWE. Let's see. Wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. I've used that. The crowd loves you it. You gotta fight for your right to party. Wow. A performer whose primary role is to lose established talent. I bet you there's people out there that think jabroni is racist because isn't yeah. the mayor of Cincinnati Indian? <laughs> is he? Mm-hmm. Does that I sound like that. be? Does that sound like it'd be a slur for names? I, I thought I saw somebody saying that and I thought jabroni. How is that right? What, what is? That? I don't even know what that okay. is. This might be. This might be an un an unfavorable take, but I can't stand the Kelsey brothers anymore. No. I can't. I, I just I want mean, them to be gone. They're great. I, the, oh, idea, no. the idea of Travis oh, like, Kelsey taking on this mayor of Cincinnati, it's, it's so... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny. Don't get me wrong. I like power, it. There's a power imbalance. But I'm, I'm on the mayor's side for whatever reason. It's too, it's too early for you to start feeling that way because it's in the next... I, I how many days? the games. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, the, um, the Bengals were saying all the right things, that it didn't come down to one play. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, which is the right thing to say. You know, and people used to always do this. Of course, we did catch audio of one player going to the locker room that was not being such a good sport about Osai's fuck up. <laughs> Jermaine Pratt. Oh, that thing! This motherfucker last year! The fuck? Uh, translator, please. Why the fuck you even touched the quarterback? He said, this is my last <laughs> hear that year. Again, I didn't really understand shit. He said, this is my last year. Oh. This okay. is his last game. And uh, why'd you fucking touch the quarterback? Oh, God damn. This is my fucking last year. The fuck? Why the fuck you even touch the quarterback? This is my motherfucking last year. Okay. He's right behind Zach Taylor, too. Did you see Asai's interview? You said you saw his interview at the locker, right? I saw him crying, yeah. Did you see BJ Hill next to him? No. <laughs> it's really kind of, it's kind of cool, I thought, because Asai's, he's crying, right? He had been bawling because he blew the game by, by hitting Mahomes um, out of bounds. Did he start rubbing his back like no. that guy was rubbing Robert no, Reed? He's standing there like an enforcer, <laughs> and if he doesn't like a question a reporter asked, he tells him to ask a different question. Yeah. There he is. Uh, he looks, see, I want to see looks, this. I mean, I like BJ Hill. He's a bad motherfucker, too. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him on the right. Come on. He played his butt off the whole game. Oh, wow. That's a different question. He does it a few times. Overall, I mean, what looked like guys were coming up to you on the sideline as you went through that. I mean, what was it like having guys come up and then kind of... Uh, Pause it for a second. I said it was great. You have a side who's just clearly been crying in BJ Hill. The look on his face is, shit. Like, don't you dare bring that in here. Like, he looks so pissed off at the reporter. I think I'll accept that question. (laughs) He does. It's great. I just got. I got. I got to be better. But they, they've been very supportive. How, how hard is that to kind of maybe kind of not put all that weight on you as you go through this? I mean, it's just. It's, it's extremely no, hard. he's shaking his head. Come on, man. Bullshit. Sure it's tough. Yeah. Try to ask him about it. That's a really question, bro. Ask a better <laughs> question, bro. <laughs> I love that he's running interference. Wow, that's pretty. Well, you much need it. a friend at a time like that. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a great that's a uh, example of friendship. Uh-huh. I like that. He wasn't Best a, friends. He wasn't a total dick about it. <laughs> We well, have plenty of time to be friends now because they're not going to the Super Bowl. I got two extra weeks to be friends. We'll see how that friendship flourishes as we get ready for the Super Bowl oh, in Glendale, Arizona. We're friends for life. Where's 
Glendale, Arizona, isn't it? It's outside Phoenix. of Phoenix. Nothing in Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I thought it was in the Fiesta Bowl because that's in Tempe and that's such a beautiful stadium, but the uh-huh. Cardinals play in yeah, Glendale. Yeah, you have the bigger stadium. It's State Farm Stadium. Oh, jeez. It's where they had the national, or not the national championship, but Michigan got thwacked by TCU in Glendale. And they showed that overhead shot of the um, stadium. There's nothing around it but parking lots and farms. Well, it's kind of, I, I just know when I used to go to concerts in Glendale that the parking was great. It was really easy to go. They have like a pine knob out there. That's what I miss about the silver. Awesome. Um, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah, the parking lot was just there. You didn't really? have to find a weird place to park. Oh, th- it, was, it was the palace. It was a pain in the ass. Well, you could, right. yeah, yeah. You, you could get far away. Traffic, was traffic was terrible. That was poorly managed. Oh, my God. They always had that one entrance Close. ramp shut Silverdome off. Silverdome in the palace. Bullshit. Why? That was bullshit. Does anybody ever explain that? No. Far better parking than anything in downtown. I, I would. I agree with you a thousand percent, Brandon. Down, I, like, I don't even go to games anymore because I don't want to go to LC. Like, I used to the actually palace. have an area where I knew to go for JLA. But for the LCA, it just sucks. You could park there. somewhere else and take the Q line. Going to the Ford <laughs> Field sucks. <laughs> going to Comerica Park sucks. Do no, people... They want you to buy parking ahead of time, like you're going to a movie. They don't want you to buy the Drew's movie ticket ahead of time. Pass. I know. What the? Uh, what does it come to? Well, it's come planning. to that that whole that whole economy is based on parking. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, I, I'm sure we'll see that beautiful neighborhood they were talking about eventually. Uh, yeah, well, they got the new 800. It's asking million. for more money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I think one of the keys to the Super Bowl in terms of the fans is rooting yeah. for the Eagles because of Jackson Mahomes. I see it with a lot of young, especially people who are on TikTok. They desperately wanted Kansas City to lose yesterday. I would like to try and give this kid a fair chance. <laughs> um, although Patrick Mahomes' wife, too. Way, it's like they're, they're... She's worse. I think she is worse. She wh- might be worse. Let's start you with her. Fucking baby, Should too. we do a Twitter poll? Who's worse? Yeah. Who's worse? Yeah. yeah, that's... I think Jackson I will win. I guarantee you Jackson's gonna win, but... That's because people don't know who But Brittany, Brittany will get some votes uh, because of TikToks like, uh, I don't know, this. Here we go. I and say, all those people that doubted us and hated on us and thought we were gonna lose this day. Yes, I can! Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, like you're on the team. Doubted us. Nobody doubted you. Everyone knows you are a fucking idiot. (laughs) She's a a head talker, too. (laughs) Heads all over the place. Here's another one that uh, she put out last night. This is, I believe this is Patrick Mahomes' dad or something. I don't know. But uh, he's about to light a cigar in the stadium that's totally legal. But... uh, Oh, there's Jackson on his... Oh, Jesus. I want him canceled for smoking. He's smoking in the stadium. They're all cheering him on. Everyone cheering has to be canceled. He's got got a zip. He's really struggling lighting that cigar. Oh, Oh, shut up, Jackson. Oh, my God, she's horrible. Uh, It's still not lit. (laughs) Not really. She also tweeted... um, or subtweeted uh, Eli Apple, cornerback for the Bengals, because he made some comment about being in Cancun, or you know, in other words, they were going to beat Kansas City. So she just tweeted out um, Cancun on three, because it was a response. Why to are that. they such bitches? Oh, God. I don't know. They're I, bad winners. It, it's just, sports is so funny because we all loved Kansas City. What four or five years ago when they were all new? Until we found out about Jackson. Now they're all assholes. I can't. I can't stand. And that any fucking of them. baby. Yeah. What, what baby? Fuck that baby. <laughs> 
<laughs> Patrick's baby? baby with that idiot. Yes. They have a baby, a yes. demon, a demon seed has turned into I'm a human being. That baby oh, could man. be the star of a show called Babies I Don't Care About. And that baby is in a lot of social media. Yes. The, oh, the worst. All right, let's let see. Me, Jackson, let me bring up your spirits. This is. Let's Jackson's, give him a fair chance. This is Jackson <laughs> Mahomes' uh, TikTok from yesterday's victory. Let's see how he treats us. Why is there a feeling? So you ready to see your dad? There's the baby. There's the baby. Duck face. Just look at me. I'm on the sideline. You're not. There's my brother's team celebrating. <laughs> Just oh god. So he's on the sideline. He's still doing his TikTok dances. I went through about 600 Jackson Mahomes TikToks today just trying to find a couple good ones. I'm sorry. Because the majority of them are just him dancing and doing a little heart sign with his fingers. That's TikTok. There's oh, a couple highlights that I found. <laughs> that highlight. Here he is. Look at this. Him and a chick. Ooh, they're getting it on. He's totally not gay anymore, right? Beard. Oh, that, that kiss looked natural. Oh, my God, is that fake? Yeah, it's fake. Um, by the way, some people, I'm just saying some people, it's not appropriate. I would like to, people to stop doing this, are referring to him as Mahomo. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> he says he's not gay. I don't think he should be outed or called names like that. Drew, I got a surprise for you. Here is a collab, a TikTok collab with a little uh, TikToker that you might know. Like how I watch football has been for Super Bowl halftime what? performances, so let's see if I can get these NFL teams. This first one... Ooh, dolphins. That's giving Florida <laughs> the Oh Miami Dolphins! Yes! God, I'm literally a football star. Like Eli Manning, who? Ooh. That is um that is the Louisiana Lightnings. No. Okay, this is the Kansas City. Logos are showing up on his hands. Yes. Oh my god! I don't know how I pulled That's that out adorable. of my ass, but my brain is so powerful today. Ooh. Uh, come on, I take come it back. On. Easy. This is the Trudy, who is it? New Orleans Saints. Oh, God. Um, that's, that's how it ends. I so. got to tell you, that's the greatest social media post I've ever seen. That was awesome. James Charles trying to guess the great. NFL teams by logos. Can't, yeah. uh, can't Mahomes' dad adopt James Charles <laughs> and, un and disown Jackson? That would be awesome. I think it's a fair trade, too. Okay, is Jackson, is this Jackson? Yeah. All right, we're going back to Jackson. Here's a day in the life. Uh, brought to you by... Uh, Soft frame oh design. Yeah, he makes because, soft. Yeah, he makes money doing this. Uh, guys, it's Jackson, and today I decided I was going to give you guys an apartment tour. So come along with me as you walk into my apartment. Oh. I have a one bedroom. My living room and kitchen are together. I chose this apartment view. because it is very modern in the view. I'm obsessed with this bar cart from CB2, along with all of my little succulents. I'm a huge plant lover. If you didn't know that. The view is absolutely amazing, and I love this couch. I feel like everything in my apartment just like flows. Other than my, it's all free, by the way, because um, he, this is an ad. Yeah, he's he's mentioning all the. Right. If he had a little wherewithal, he, he could hide the cord coming out of the TV that's just draping. It down. does look. <laughs> and my favorite thing in this apartment is my soft frame design bed that I had to have. I got the soft frame design bed. I got the ultra frame and white. I'm literally obsessed with this bed. It makes my room so bright and it goes great with everything in my apartment. The customer service is amazing and I literally set this bed up in minutes. He sure I also have this little nook where I do my YouTube videos and then this is my bathroom. Take, take a black light to that place. Oh, right, just, exactly. This just, is what the real estate agent said uh, after he showed it. Don't touch anything because it's probably covered in secretions. And there's probably hep C loads everywhere. <laughs> oh, I can't believe people sponsor that putz. Don't they know how much he is despised? 
see this. What's up, everyone? It's Jackson, and I'm back to show you my new favorite phone case with Casefy. It is actually my favorite phone what? case. Phone oh. case? Yeah, it's an ad for his favorite phone case. Do people I shop around for phone cases? Which makes it very shock absorbent without being bulky at all. Literally so thin. So I threw my phone case down the staircase. Nice mix. Yeah. He threw his phone down the stairs. Oh, I see. He's throwing his phone. Just that's on carpet, you idiot. Hashtag ad. And if you, go... it's that rando chick Who's down that there. Beard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, here, here he is hanging the, out with rep. Hanging Pons? out with a wink, wink dog. What? Henry Winkler? Yeah. They both get to go on the sideline because they're both famous. Henry Winkler Wait, and Jackson. Is Winkler Holmes. like four feet tall? Yes. Jackson's like six five or six six. Yeah, Why isn't he playing any football? I gotta say, the best part about that is Patrick came up and said hi to Henry Winkler before he didn't Jackson. <laughs> of course he did. But that was pretty much like the only five audio TikToks I could find. Everything else is just here I am dancing on the sideline, and most of the music is taken away. How many views does this get? Uh, this one got 112,000 likes. That's not that much. Three that's, million views. That's not views. that much for TikTok. Three that's enough to views. make money. Three million views? Everything's over two million. Wait, can we see some comments, please? <laughs> um, How many million followers does he have? 36. Oh, 36.9 million likes? Yeah. One million followers. Oh, God. This is his job, and this is why we have to root for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, yeah, okay. Wait, who's this chick? Well... Friend, friend. Somebody, somebody's trying to get her own likes, I Cl bet. Clout chaser. Uh, obviously. No, every single time that, that he's with like, a girl. Er, it looks er, like Jackson and Lisa Marie every time he's with a chick. <laughs> like here, he is, the, here he is stripping and making out with some chick in, oh. awkwardly, and then everybody, all the comments are like, who are you trying to fool, dude? Can we see the comments? No. <laughs> Jackson Mahomo. Oh. Uh, bro, we know. We know you're gay. They we call him Jackson you. Mahomo? Yeah. <laughs> Those comments. Go there. Bills. You're she in the closet. We miss you. I don't know. These aren't very good comments. Instagram comments are way better. Now, oh. meanwhile, did you see Jalen Hurts, uh, his girlfriend, yesterday no. after the game? Mm. Like, people didn't even know he had a girlfriend, and then they show him walking. Uh, best part about her, A, she's silent. She doesn't say a word, so she's not like Brittany, <laughs> Mah Brittany Mahomes. Oh, I like okay. her already. That can be a happy medium, <laughs> can't there? There she is. She's beautiful, man. There she is on the left there. But the one above it, Brandon, I think she's walking. There's around. a baby. And no, his baby looks great. I love his baby. <laughs> I don't even know if that's his baby. That well, I love be. the baby anyway. Maybe he's just babysitting because he likes kids. Is this he's it? babysitting on the job. Yeah, you can see him. Her, see her walking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, my, oh, my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't, did, she, did you see that? Didn't say a word. I got to say, Brent Musburger really had it right about quarterbacks and girlfriends. <laughs> if you want to date the pretty girls, be the quarterback. Now, when you're a quarterback at Alabama, you see that lovely lady there? She does go to Auburn. I want to admit that. But she also, this Alabama, and that's A.J. McCarron's girlfriend, okay? And right okay. there on the right is Dee Dee Bonner. <sighs> That's AJ's mom. Wow, I'm telling you, quarterbacks, you get all the good-looking <laughs> women. I, it's a, what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's, AJ's doing Whoa. Some, some things right down So if you're a youngster in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pops. Okay. With Second down and nine. <laughs> Why is it Herb Street canceled? He agreed? Oh, that's right. He's complicit. That's bullshit. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Herbie. All right, um... Is anybody besides me aware that Ted, the Golden Throat Williams, has a talk show? Golden Throat. <laughs> the Golden uh, on, Voice. On radio? Yeah, the Golden Voice. No, it's it's on the internet. It's oh. 
there aren't any guests yet or anything because he's building it. But he says he's going to be talking getting, to. He says he's going to be getting the Chris Rocks and the Will Smiths eventually when he builds it up. Oh, great! And what I noticed was the second show has like five hundred fifty-six thousand views. Really? And the comments are incredible. I mean, they're like, "Oh my God, I've been rooting for you. I'm so happy for you, Ted." But then the views start to dwindle quite a bit. Oh, yeah. The people aren't as supportive <laughs> as they sound like they are. And by the episode eight, there's like, you know, 4,000 views. What's his content like? Is he uh We've heard all his content. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Except for his theme song. He, uh, I'm going to have Brandon fast forward to the Club Nouveau story, which we know when he played the same song over and over and over and over. Well, when he starts losing views, he should just go off and have some really crazy thing, like maybe uh, something anti-Semitic. <laughs> But uh, Brandon, are you cute to, turn to, on him? Are you cute to the intro or to the Club Nouveau show? I got them both. Yeah, let's hear the intro because he's got a theme song. He's really excited. Oh, cool. We can watch the first minute or so. All right. He's really endearing. Ted Williams with you. The jingle. Nice. <laughs> oh, I love my theme song. Lots of edits. <laughs> Lots of edits. Can you hear a little bit more of the intro? of the intro. Oh. Yeah, just just to see how it opens the show. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back. Hi, everybody, and Take welcome back. to the Golden Voice Show. Thanks so much for joining me today. I have a good lineup for you, and a lot of things to talk about, and even some of my crazy there's, stories. You know what time it is. There's no. And lineup. I want to thank you all for sharing my show on your social media pages. Hey, I want to start the show with this thought. Are you ready for the Golden Voice Show? <laughs> My celebrities are coming very shortly. You know, the Wesley Snipes, the Will Smiths, and all Who's of that. Who's that dude? Mike Bullshit. Epps, I haven't seen all him yet. All of those great people will be on my show after I get to know you and after you get to know me. Speaking of which, Mike Epps, my buddy, he did my little intro and he did the man with the golden jokes. You know, I bring up Mike Epps for two reasons. Number one, when I first met him, I didn't even know who he was. And everybody <laughs> tried to uh, get me to know that he was Ice Cube's buddy. No way. Just like uh, Dr. Phil. The Dr. Phil thing was the same thing. <laughs> she, he's Oprah's buddy. That's not a reason to know somebody. But anyway, Mike Epps, man, did the man with the golden jokes because my video went viral. And I guess he wanted to take a take on it. So he came to Columbus, Ohio at the Palace Theater, downtown Columbus. And uh, he was looking for me. Because uh, <laughs> on that, the day of his concert, he stood there on the same Nobody corner cares. that I stood on. And he was the man with the golden jokes. When you're listening to oh, nothing but oldie but goodies, you're listening to 99.9. <laughs> That's another homeless guy. It's Mike Epps. It's Mike Epps. Stealing his act. Now, I thought it was rather flattering that he would do that. He had the camouflage jacket looking like a crazy man and all. It is. Well, he got in contact with my then manager that I want Ted Williams to bring They edited out the manager's name. I accepted. And it was a $1,500 five-minute payday. And uh, the warm-up comedian had introduced me. Okay, go to to, uh, 1145, and you're going to see just some terrible edits right off the bat. (laughs) And they just go into like the, it's the golden voice. And then he starts the Club Nouveau story, which he told us, I think at least twice, that he kept playing the same song over and over and over, and he got fired. And then there's a, I think there's a new ending to the story. Tell me, because I don't remember if this is how he told us the story. But All right, I'm actually going to go to 1137, because I want to, right before 1140, I want (laughs) to... I want you to hear this laugh that he puts out, because I saved it. I know, I love these laughs. laughs. I just dropped to her shoe. She said, I'm not finished counting. 
I can't tell you how much I want to say. Yes, what? you are. <laughs> I really, I didn't know. That was an, th- that was an edit. The what laugh, the hell happened there? The entire laugh, like the beginning of the laugh and the end of the laugh was an edit. Wow. He needs some neosinephrine, too. Bad. He does. Seems a, little, seems a little high. I just dropped to her shoe. He does. Here comes she the said, song. I'm not finished counting. I can't tell you how much I want to say. Yes, you are. <laughs> I really, I didn't know. I mean, I what? was. What? What? So after I left the army as being a, a, a person, I brought up on charges for <laughs> impersonating an officer. Uh, uh, what? I came to civilian radio. <laughs> he pre- what? He pre- just blew by that story. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. Well, it's coming in another episode. He tells all his stories. His stories <laughs> are the, the best Will stories. Smith's not going to be on. <laughs> the only problem with the stories is they go nowhere and they take forever. <laughs> I love those kind of stories. All right, I'm sorry. I'll stop stopping. Finish counting. All right, yes, you are. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I want to say. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, know, I mean, it's I the was... golden voice. <laughs> so after I left the army as being a, a, a person almost brought up I have no idea. for uh, impersonating an officer, uh, uh, By the I way, came the, to civilian the backdrop, radio. It looks like he's in New York, like New he's York at City. Letterman's desk or something. Is, Do you associate Ted Williams with New York no. City? No, never. The backdrop three... should be that um, Home Depot. Where he went behind and nailed that chick. Or the Columbus skyline. Radio stations within one year of different time slots, unheard of. And I carried my audience from each station to the next. And it would be grown already. I don't think I know. So so. uh, there was a record by Club Nouveau called (laughs) Lean On Me. Oh, does he have the rights to play this? Columbus. (laughs) Of course he does. He's not getting silenced. One morning... And see, when you play something at 7 a.m. for a person, I mean, to a person who doesn't get up till 8 or 9 and hasn't heard it, you kind of, uh, uh, they'll call you from time to time and say, Hi, can you play Lean On Me? Honey, I played that an hour ago. I don't play, I, I hated playing the one record five times in one hour. So what I did was. Yeah, nobody does I that. I said, Good morning, everybody. WCKX 106.3. Get your tape recorders ready. Get whatever you have to do because here's Lean On Me. And I know I'm going to cause, because my uh, program director, Rick Stevens at the time, if I played a record too many times, he would say, "Uh, you got more music in there other than that. Oh, Ted picked his own music. Isn't there a music director? Pretty weird. And I played Lean On Me twice. Now, he thought it was a joke. Okay, Ted got off on me. Third time he heard it. I answered the hotline. I said, yeah, Ted, don't play that no more. I'd say, okay. I, I won't, Rick. I'm just, uh, okay, I know it's a joke, but now it's, it's starting to be stupid. So I said, okay. So when he got off the phone, I said, that was Club Nouveau and Lean On Me. Right now, here's Club Nouveau with Lean On Me. Oh, man. I played it That's about three times before he called the game. He said, listen, uh, damn it, I'm coming down to that station right now. So right after, you'd hear Club Nouveau. That's Club Nouveau with Lean On Me. Here's Club Nouveau with more of Lean On Me. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. loved it. Everything. They loved it? No, they then didn't. I went into the, uh, into the uh, uh, office area yeah, and broke my this. key off so that when, no, so here no, he didn't. comes. And then how'd you get back get in? The more he got, I could see his face in the window because normally when, when he was going like that, I was going, Lean On Me. 
Lean on me. He knew how it sounded by the way I was bouncing. I'd stand up and be like, boom, 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 boom. He'd go to his car to see if the damn record was still playing. You don't have a monitor in the station? Boom, boom. Why would he go to his car? Oh, man. want to be bothered. Here's the whole outcome of it all. They fired me. They fired me instantly. I, I had to get off the okay, air. Okay, listen to the like ending. Because normally I would say, that's going to do it for this edition of my service mission until I return to Burn tomorrow. You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, great. I have a sign Right out. What you and, uh, and there's another story with that sign on. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> They just pulled me <laughs> off. I, I, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye or nothing. You know, to oh, the man. No, what I did was before he came in to fire me, I said, well, I might get fired for this. But uh, maybe do you know they fired me at uh, 10 a.m. in the morning uh, at 10 a.m. And I was rehired the what? following day. What? And people were standing in front of WCKX no, on Parsons and broad, right at the corner, 696 East no, naming, Street, naming the streets doesn't make it any more credible. Saying, bring Ted back. Bring awesome. Ted back. Yeah, so I got rehired. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, <laughs> let me just say this. There, a lot of times throughout our, our life, Aren't there any sponsors? we have losses. Oh, he's getting serious. Yeah, and, where's Pepsi? Um, Shouldn't they be jingling into the, the spots? Was, wife, uh, uh, mother, Pepsi. things like that, children. Um, we carry little mementos with us, but uh, the most endearing portion of what this is great the I, show I is basically stories about him one after the other after the other <laughs> stories that we've heard it. most of them everybody's the only shit he pulled his fans down <laughs> i cracked up the crew that's <laughs> awesome but here's one where's the guest my program director oh, oh no had a boy. his name was rick stevens anyone in radio knows rick everybody uh, never heard of rick him. had a voice drink my name is rick stevens now, this is literally how he sounded. You're listening to Power 106. Wait, that sounds like Ted. Where the point makes the difference. One morning, I don't know what decided me to do this. Yeah, that was a, that was a weird, like, this is what he sounds like, because you actually sounded like this. When you're listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic 98.9. This does have a great voice. But I got on the radio. Just bad content. Stevens, and I maxed him to the point. Rick had a great uh, uh, listenership. He had great fans and people who were loyal listeners of Rick. And one morning, and I was on from 6 a.m. till 10 a.m. weekday mornings. He was That's on from, three, uh, from 2 in the afternoon till 6 p.m. So people industry. getting off work that listen to Rick Stevens, people going to work. For the ride home. Well, this day, I... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I messed with Rick. Let's give us a good cross promo, I can uh, tell. I'm Rick Stevens on Power 106.3, where the point makes the difference. And people started calling in saying, Hi, Rick, what you doing on this? What's Ted? What's wrong with this? But normally, if he was in fact there, they would say, I'm Rick Stevens sitting in for Ted Williams. You know, that kind of thing. I never said that. I made these people think. So. Wait, he filled in for he, Rick Stevens and he said he was Rick Stevens and he was Ted Williams? Wow. Directors and producers and all, they always monitor their work. So I, I'm like, I'm Rick Stevens. Here's Lean on Me. Now. Man, I can't tell it's Ted when he does that. That's crazy. <laughs> I threw that on him. I said, for those of you that have not had a chance to tape uh, Lean on Me, I'm going to play Lean on Me. Oh, that boy got on the phone via immediately. Who tapes that, songs that off the radio, by the way? Trudy? Her, would hear me. <laughs> well, 
What was this like the eighties? I used to no. in the early nineties. Really? No, yeah, that yeah, was the only way I could. I could but, afford. But I don't think it was something you need to tell your whole audience. Like most of your audience does uh, not tape songs. Off no, the radio. I've never heard a DJ yeah. say, "Hey, pull out your guys." I want to know how this story ends. You really? <laughs> not, not one bit. Not one bit. Well, that's the Ted Williams Show with Ted Williams. That's yeah. episode two. <laughs> it's got the most uh, views, 565,000. <laughs> He's up to nine episodes, but the last one was two months ago, so I hope he didn't give up Wait, on it. don't tell me he's faded. What? Wait, what's that episode with Gary Coleman? Grandson, hi, Gary. Yes, sorry. What? <laughs> I think I could do your job. Really? Yep. Yeah, okay, I well, think you could see. too. Handle it. This episode has. Eight. You're watching the Golden Voice Show with me, the man with the golden voice. He sounds Ted just like Ted. With you. <laughs> what an intro! <laughs> That's what's called a cold open in the business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him I laughing. Like the montage of him. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Golden Voice Show. Great Where's lineup Wesley for Snipes? You. He does have an. That's uh, not this guest. Who is oh, he's guest? got a guest. Can we hear him bring he's on this guest? He's gone from 556,000 views to 8.8,000. That's not a good sign. And publicist, Scott Anthony. Scott, oh, it's publicist. Oh, it's publicist. Oh, yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. That's a good gift. I got Scott Anthony's phone number. I used Scott Anthony the last time I got Ted Ted's on the show. Manager. I'm so glad he's able to book somebody. <laughs> I thought he's getting Wesley Snipes. Yeah, and Chris Rock and Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah, he's going to reunite them for the slap. Wow. Well, anyway, that's um, that's great show. I think. Yeah, it's certainly. Um, but your support, William. not trending the right way, but uh, well, who knows. Hey, the Hi, I'm Ted Williams, and I listen to Drew and Mike Detroit. The boring story <laughs> song reminded me. I forgot about this over the weekend. I got an email from Matt Farley. Oh, Matt Farley? He said, hi, Mark. I've forgotten about my song, listening to a boring story until some of your listeners told me they heard it on the show a few <laughs> times. So a couple of weeks ago, I performed it at my live show. The live version is twice as long as the studio version. I think it actually went on so long, I think the song ended up becoming a little boring. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent a YouTube link of, of the live version. Do you want to hear it? I don't know. Well, I, not if it goes too long. I mean, are we punishing people enough already? What? Today? No, it's a great song. I've never heard him play live, have you? I don't know why the live version would be oh, more interesting. No, I'm listening to a boring story. I mean, the crowd seems into it. There's more guitar in the what live version. The drum? Person. I just love that he's still doing live shows. Yeah, no, he's he's busy as hell. He's doing some, uh, I think he has a movie, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's got many movies. But um, I don't want to change the subject from uh, from that exciting story or from The Golden Throat. Golden Voice, whatever his name is. Uh, but Pam Anderson has another revelation. God. It's like the daily revelation. Go away. This, um, one, this th one got a lot of chatter on Twitter. Yeah, this one is, and I'm curious to see what kind of chatter you saw, Trudy, because uh, I just saw this. Pam Anderson, according to her new book and documentary, realized that her boyfriend, did she say what boyfriend it was? No, it was when she was, before she was oh, okay. a phenom. She realized her boyfriend was cheating on her, cheating on her when she saw him washing his penis in the sink. <laughs> it's got to be Tommy. 
So the first comment I saw was, I have a friend whose current wife smells his dick whenever he comes home from a night out. Whoa. What? Well, that's that, isn't there a famous song? Yeah. Why are you coming home five in the morning? Yeah. Let me what, if, what if this guy had some nasty, some nasty anal action? Oh. He smells his dick. Smells <laughs> like poop. Ew. I mean, he's just going to... Some w- unprepared, Ew. spontaneous anal action. I mean, isn't he just going to be in the driveway doing this? <laughs> With a chemical wipe? Well, I think she, he would wash it in the sink out, in, you know, wherever he's hanging out. <laughs> he's going to be out in the back spraying it down with a hose. But then it smells like soap. Well, that's why I spray with a hose. <laughs> anyway, that was... Uh, hose water. That was quite interesting. Uh, yeah, that was... Pretty, what kind of chatter did you see? And fake. Oh, just... Um, <laughs> I just I just posted up that, um, that... That was what, when chicks do it, it's called a whore's bath. So, have you ever heard that? Oh, a whore's bath? A whore, <laughs> whore's bath when you take a bath in the sink, you do your pits and your crotch. You know, I see. Basically. Um, um, but there were yeah, a I lot guess, of people checking in on... Uh, I guess you could have guys checking to see if there's stanky. any semen. Uh, oh, gross. <laughs> like, but then what, you're, then you're swabbing taste, it? Then you're <laughs> tasting someone's semen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Just saying. Gross. She also tried to exonerate Tim... Uh, oh, my God. Tim Meadows. Tim Apple? Tim, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Wait, Pam? Oh, yeah. Tim Allen. Okay. I've had a long day. Um, yeah, Tim Allen. She said, Wait, but she's the one that busted him for opening his robe I, I, and saying I, we're even. I, I hate when people I, do that, when they throw something out there and then defend that person. It's like, well, nobody would have known about it if you didn't include duh. that story in your book, you idiot. Yeah, I, th- I think she was trying to walk it back just a little by saying, oh, you fake. know, that's expected or you know, I should have been story. able to. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I don't know if that's expected. Um <laughs> So she, but she's insisting that he did it because he says he did not do it. Right. Yeah. And then um, they keep. This is so stupid. They kept showing this clip of Tim Allen lifting up his skirt yeah. on the set, to which he was wearing boxer shorts to show Patricia Richardson, his wife on the show, yeah. his penis. But he's not really showing her his penis because he's wearing boxing shorts. Mm. They're saying that proves it. But the way that he they did it, the way that they sent the video out is you couldn't tell. That he didn't have anything on underneath. Right. Yeah, because he turned away from the camera. It's um, his job to cross the line, she says. I'm sure he had no bad intentions. Oh, thanks, for, thanks for mentioning it, Pam. Yeah, I could have mentioned that up front. Jesus. Um, we do have an obituary today, Wednesday Adams. Aww. Lisa Loring has passed away. Now, the thing about this, they made such a big deal out of it this morning. She was on the Adams family in 64 to 66. I mean, nobody but Maz even knows who she is, in wait, my opinion. Wait, did they have more than one Wednesdays, or was was the Adams Family just on that for like short. two years? It was a two-year show. Really? I didn't and know that. she was five years, and at the oldest, she was seven years old. Now, because Netflix is doing Wednesday, yeah. based on her with Jenna Ortega, who's really pretty, yeah. um, I guess it's more newsworthy. Uh, they went on to say that... Well, did they cover when Pugsley died? I don't think so. Uh, what about is, Lurch? Is he dead? Is Lurch alive? <laughs> I think he is. Seriously? No, no way. No, no, Lurch no. would be like 300 years old, wouldn't he? <laughs> that was makeup. Well, they, no, they he's had dead. A, they had a clip of uh, her dancing with Lurch, which was really adorable. Yeah. And um, they said... <laughs> she was a tap dancer. <laughs> a liar. Uh, okay, tell me if you think this, this quote is accurate. 
She is embedded in the tapestry that is pop culture, and in our hearts always is Wednesday Adams. Oh, my God. Who said that? The guy doing entertainment on uh, GMA this morning. Wow, talking about phoning it in. <laughs> and then uh, she became an enduringly popular symbol of youthful alienation. Really? Yeah, but did she have a job after that? Not really. She was on... The uh, character might have been, but not the actress. She appeared on Girl from Uncle. Which I forgot that show existed. Existed. Was that an empowering show for you, Trudy? When Man from Uncle no, brought I don't up Girl think from I, Uncle? I, don't I didn't think even I know that it. existed. She was on Fantasy Island. Hmm. One, and in, one time. And in, in the 80s, she had a, a run as a character on As the World Turns. Oh. Ouch. I saw a clip of uh, As the World Turns. And, you know, I know, some people might say this is a little disrespectful, but I just I couldn't help wondering if she was on Mr. Skin. And uh, in fact, <laughs> I mean, it seems like the day she died is really a bad time to do that. But I did. She had a big rack. She has brief, brief nudity. He says brief nudity and 3.6, more than brief nudity. She, she's got pretty nice boobs and quite a bush. <laughs> she was in a movie called Iced in 1988. And look at that bush in these pictures. Oh, wait. I mean, it is a, <laughs> wait, that's not I that's thought it was a big old. Oh. There's a big old pizza slice in one of these. Oh my god, you can see it from behind. Wait, is that her with that penis? I don't think so. Okay, I don't know, but uh... she was. Like, that she... does look like her. <laughs> Google's the worst. Whoa, she just got big tubes. Yeah, I mean, pretty impressive. Just saying. I mean, it's not really probably the best way to mourn someone, but. Trudy Lurch died in 1979. Oh, my God. Wow. Shiny and sparkly and splendidly bright. Here one day. Gone over 40 years ago. Gone too soon. John Astin's still alive. No, John Astin is? Yeah, according to the World Wide Web, he is. Yeah, he's got to be up there. Oh, my God. Look at him. 92. Love that dude. That dude's great. That's Sean Astin's dad. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, yes. and Patty Dukes. Which is why Sean Astin is a Wait, Nepo baby and why he, he got Goonies. Was he 50 when he had Sean Astin? I think oh my he, was, God, yeah. he looks like Bill Barr there. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into weight. Bill Barr. Wait, he was Rudy, right? Yeah. 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 He's Rudy's dad? Yes. Wow, that's weird. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention uh, Lisa Loring. Oh, boy. <laughs> she was born February the 16th, so oh. she missed her birthday oh. by <laughs> 18 days. Oh. Sorry to say, Rest and in peace. T- but in the in the good news, Tom Verlaine of television, he was born December thirteenth, so he celebrated his seventy third birthday just oh. about a month and a half before he passed away unexpectedly. What did yeah, he, he had, said he had a brief illness. Were you a television fan at all? Um, no, but I was I was aware of him and his work. I'm a huge television fan, but <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you're not a television not, fan not at all, really, but. Trudy, admit it, you've not listened to a television track ever by choice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's unusual. Uh, You know what, though? I I was really interested in those CBGB bands and uh, junky punk bands. This guy was totally sober. He was not a partier at all. But he was kind of a a rowdy dude. He grew up in, he was born in New Jersey, and then he went to prep school in Delaware with Richard Hell. Who go on to be part of television briefly, and then Richard Hell and the Voidoids and Blank Generation, which some people probably Dick Hell, Dick Hell. (laughs) They uh, they both quit school to go to New York City to be poets. When they were, I think, seventeen, 
I mean, it's kind of a cute idea. Poets. And uh, they were big Velvet Underground fans and Buffalo Spring. This sounds a little cliche, actually. They formed the Neon Boys, who had a couple tracks, and then uh, television, Verlaine kicked hell out because he didn't like him jumping around on stage. Thought really? it was cheesy. And also, his the other players in television were very serious musicians. Richard Hell's bass playing, he just oh. didn't give a shit. He sounded like the Stu Sutcliffe of... Oh. Of... Uh, Television. Uh-huh. But uh, Marquee Moon was a very, that's a pretty well-known, in fact, I think Rolling Stone has it on its list of greatest albums. He was a virtuoso guitar player. And as far as influence, there are a lot of guitarists who, I, I didn't really know that, but Edge, R.E.M., Pavement, Wilco, Sonic Youth, Steve Albini, uh, Chris Stein from Blondie, hmm. all said they were very, very, very into the sound of television, oh, particularly well, his guitar. Can we guitar hear playing. a little bit of his stellar guitar work? Uh, Marquee Moon would be the ultimate track. From television? Well, we covered a song is called Kingdom Come, but Marquee Moon's a much better song. There's a 10-minute version of Marquee Moon, and there's an edit. It's like 4.30, but oh, I'm sorry, the intro's that's... pretty much the same. I could play this. Not Couldn't that, play that. Not that part, though. No, that's just too clear. Maybe some practice. And man, I looked up concert list FM. They played CBGBs over and over and over and over and over. And from 74 to 77, it's like they played every third week for a week at C- oh, CBGBs, wow. along with the Talking Heads and Blondie. Wow, that's a real characteristic sound, right? That guitar. So the way it's all mic'd. Mic- I think it's. I think the production's really good on this. And he sounds a little like uh, David Byrne, I think, at times. A cross between David Byrne and Mick Jagger, a little bit. Turn that shit down. That's how he drags the words out. an early fan. I mean, before they even did Marky Moon, Bowie was a big fan after seeing him at CBGB. There's so many... was prominent. It's like there's so many documentaries about CBGB and Hilly Cristal, the guy that owned it. By the way, Verlaine, when they started playing there, they were not having bands. I think they had a country band every once in a while, but when television played there, maybe it was Neon Boys... It went over pretty well, and Tom Verlaine ended up building the stage that all those people would play on in the really? coming years. Yeah, I know. It was pretty cool. Wow. And uh, like I said, he was, a, he was not a partier. He was kind of a, sounded like kind of a cranky guy. They said that sometimes he would spend a lot of time tuning up his guitar between songs, like it would be more time between the songs than the actual songs. I'm boring. <laughs> Party pooper, buzzkill. <laughs> and he and Richard Hell didn't see each other. I mean, they grew up together. They quit prep school together. And, in fact, Richard Hell worked at an adult bookstore, which had, of course, the booths with the pound-off the pound off films. Wait, didn't, right. he, didn't he work at an adult bookstore? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, he made enough money. That's where he made the money to go to New York to 
somehow survived for a couple months is working in an adult bookstore. So it's a really yeah, whatever it takes. Nice yeah, this story. was his last day on the job. The management needs everybody to get out because they caught a guy jerking off in here and they're going to send in a crew to wipe down the loads. Oh, God, it's terrible. It's really disgusting. And then two minutes later, I'm the guy who wipes down the loads. <laughs> hey, regarding music and music documentaries, um, Netflix is trying to make me watch this Leonard Cohen documentary. Hallelujah. Wow. So I started watching. I refuse. It. He's too boring. Wow, Netflix. You're getting ahead of me. Hallelujah. You're getting ahead of me because I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I know people say he's important and that he's really a good lyricist. He wrote Hallelujah. But I always thought he was, I always, everything I've ever heard from him was quite pretentious, I thought, in my opinion. So I'm watching this like, why is this guy so great? And I turned it off after a half hour going, why is this guy still, why do people love him? Why is he so great? Didn't chicks dig him? Because Chicks the, loved him. Yeah. Chicks yeah. were nuts about him. <laughs> And he uh, he influenced a lot of people, but he's too wordy. There's an album now of people covering his music, and they're all trying to sing like him in that deep voice. It's really I didn't like it at all. Uh, Oh, I love the picture of him on the railroad track with the like. He's so deep. That's what I don't like about him. You're right. He is so deep. I didn't know he's sort of like French hat tipped over to the side. Well, he's from Montreal, apparently from a very wealthy family, which ah. takes a lot of the luster off of it. You can tell he's an artist. Yeah. <laughs> Although um, there's a lot of good Phil Spector stuff. Remember? Because Phil Spector, didn't Spector pull a gun on him? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and he thought it was artsy, so he kept working with him. Yeah, He course. thought it was cool. He thought it was to create art. Yeah. Which is uh, definitely usually the way people, I think, why they pull guns on you. Yeah, so don't watch that. Um, what is this, speaking of movies, what is this 80 for Brady movie? What the fuck Based is Based on this? a true story. Not going to like it. Don't Who even. Who would like it? It's a bunch of- Old women. 80-year-old women who are who are going to see Tom Brady playing the Super Bowl. That's the plot? Yeah. There's so a, It's a true story. Yeah. Is Tom Brady cooperating with the film? Yeah, he's, he's in, in the movie. It. So what? is Gronk. So is Gronk. Gronk like nails a, uh, Lily Tomlin or something in the movie I, I heard. Isn't he a <laughs> Lily Lily Tomlin? Yeah, yeah there's a real graphic. Gay? She's a lesbian, so you get to watch two people that don't want to kiss each other. That's cool. <laughs> Maybe it's not Lily Tomlin. Maybe he nails uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. Sally Field. It's really graphic. <laughs> Finishes How fucking stupid. God, Brady can be such a simp sometimes. Well, so here, here's what's funny. Is he a producer on the movie as well? Oh, he's a producer. Really? I think he has really? something to do with it as well. He knows a lot about film. <laughs> Well, he knows about himself, and it's about him. <laughs> well, he's really good at his other outside football investments, too. Like, yeah. Like uh, FTX. Definitely. Um, but I'm watching CBS Sunday Morning a few weeks ago, and they had all the broads on there talking about it, Sally Field and uh, the other three. And they had the <laughs> real women that apparently the story's based on. It's a bunch of old birds in New England who would get together and watch the football games. And one of them just, it's crazy, happened to have, like, a grandson who worked in Hollywood who wrote a script and was kind of shopping a treatment around but my favorite part was they're like, have you heard from Tom Brady? And they're like, now is he here? <laughs> so Brady makes this movie. It's got his name in it. And he still hasn't reached out to the living old bags from the 80 for Brady Club. Come on, Brady. What is he doing? How rude of him. You should start, you should start dating him. He probably doesn't know who any of them are. Who's Jane Fonda? Who well, that's why they. That? Well, he called, he called one and talked to him about the one whose grandson he's working with to put the movie out. But doesn't talk to the other ones. That's why stupid. he knows he knows the actors because they uh, they did this really sweet lineup rollout during the beginning of the trailer. Now it's time for the eighty for Brady starting lineup. I can't believe Louis he's not Tomlin, getting just Wayne State pummeled University. For this. Rita Moreno, PS one thirty two, Sally Field, Birmingham High School, Jane Fonda. <laughs> 
college dropout? Ah. The 80 for Brady trailer starts in three, two, one. Game's about to start. There's Tom. Oh, oh, what a beautiful man. I like Gronkowski. We know, Trish. We've all read your Gronk erotica. It's not erotica. It's fan fiction. Very sexy fan fiction. <laughs> Between a Gronk and a hard place. I could hear Ted Williams laughing really hard at this. <laughs> the Super Bowl is no place for four old women. This could be Tom's That's true. last one. He's almost 40. That's like 80 in people years. <laughs> yeah, we're 80 in people years. I just really need this trip. I can't believe we're actually here. Taking this one. He's cute. We're taking his cutout. How much for four? 10,000. An 80 year old woman stealing a cutout. (laughs) That's a fanny pack. If you wear it like this, it's a strap on. Who would would watch this movie? Uh, 80 year olds? Are 80 year olds a big market for movie makers? What what do you think it has on (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes so far? Oh, everyone loved it. Let's see. The people that, that, because most people would just reject it immediately. I think most people that would not like it would not watch it. So I'm going to well, say. Well, it doesn't have, it's not out yet, so it doesn't have the fans. It's just oh, critics. the critics. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's going to be bad. I'm going to say a 19. 73. What? Come on. Oh, that's because of the people I, in it, because they, they're kissing Fonda's ass and what? Sally think, Field. No, Peter DeBruce says it's a pleasant enough reminder that these gals are still game for a good time. He has two thumbs and likes to bone your mom. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Sherry Linden of The Hollywood Reporter says, <laughs> 80 for Brady isn't a for-the-ages score setter, but it makes the goal when it counts. Whatever that fucking means. Oh, shut up. Makes the goal in football? It makes the goal. Goal in football, yeah. Yeah, they don't even know what sport they're talking about. Oh I always God. thought it was Rita Stupid. Marino. Oh, she said she pronounces her name on that. <laughs> I uh, I I watched Banshees of Anishirin last night. Boring. Tarn. Whoa. There's no story. Did you watch it, Brandon? I did. God, was I bored? It's I, so I stayed boring. with it for a while because I'm like, there's no way this movie can be this boring. There's no way oh something got think it was, to happen. I thought it was funny. Mark, there's no funny. story. Trust me, they're good actors. There I was, get that, but there's no story. story. What no, was, there's not. What was funny? <laughs> Colin Farrell's character. How was he funny though? What did he say? Something he's, funny. He's this total simpleton. <laughs> right. So he's really dull, and he right. everything he says is. You guys dull. don't get it. Huh? Yeah, I, can I guess I didn't because here's the movie in my eyes. There's I, no electricity, by the way. Almost yeah, no electricity. Yeah. Here's the movie in my eyes. A guy. Two. There's two friends. A guy doesn't want to be friends with another guy anymore because he's boring. And so they avoid each other, and the other guy's like, why are not, you avoiding me? And in the very why. end, they be, they kind of become friends again. It's, oh, there's not, no story. Oh, man, you missed the whole thing. I must have, because it was boring. Well, the one guy was going to... Uh, spoiler alert. Fast forward if you plan on watching this movie. Um, the one guy is so determined to not be Colin Farrell's friend, because Colin Farrell is so dull. Mm-hmm. He's a fiddle player, and he says, if you talk to me one more time, I'm going to cut a finger off every time you talk to me. Until no. I can't play the fiddle. Yeah, he doesn't believe him. He calls so him the up. next time he talks to him, he cuts his finger off. Ha. Huh. Wow. So I think it's a, if anything, it's a movie about mental illness. <laughs> it is. That's part of it, yeah. Um, I'm watching, speaking of mental illness, Shrinking on Apple TV. Oh, yeah. Is Jason Segel. Yeah, is that any good? Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. What I movie? It's, it's great. Um, is Shrinking. A, is it a series or a movie? It's a series. Streaming series. Uh, Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford. There's so much out there now. Jason Siegel's finally Siegel? doing something? He's actually he had a couple other again. things in between. I haven't seen him in Thanks. forever. 
forever. He did kind of a weird series. Oh, it's like about people playing he a was, game. He was so hot. I mean, after like uh, a Love You Man. That. He talks about that. He just said he didn't really know what he wanted to do. And, and, and there was a big change in, you know, he was he started out in like high school. Essentially, freaks and geeks, freaks and geeks, and then yeah. And now he realizes that uh, you can't make comedies anymore, and so you can't make. Oh, you can't make. Con- oh, oh. It's. I don't know. I think it's funny. It's kind yeah, of cool I've not the same seen time. it. Haven't seen it at all. Um, uh, speaking of movies and, and the football thing, reminded me my new favorite thing now watching football games is seeing these people throw it to a trailer of a big new event. I don't know if you've noticed. Have you noticed that at all? Um, you mean the announcers do? Yeah, Brandon, have you noticed it like at halftime? It's like, yeah. and now the new trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3 right. or whatever. Because they keep dropping really big trailers during NFL football season. Okay, so they must get a nice chunk of change because they need more money. They always need more money. <laughs> and yesterday it was James Brown at halftime throwing it to the new trailer of Picard on Paramount+. I saw Plus. that. I saw that. And all I can think of is James Brown has no fucking idea what this show is. <laughs> It was the most awkward transition throwing it to this trailer that I've seen in a long, long time. Was it on the pregame show? Halftime. They do it at halftime, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, they have a large audience. Yeah. Also watch the J-Lo movie. Why does she only do wedding movies? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Wait, Because she's so good at them. J-Lo's new movie? Weddings. Yeah. Shotgun Wedding? Shotgun Wedding with uh, Josh Duhamel, who does not look like himself at all anymore. With Josh Duhamel is her... Um, her Intended. Guy? Yeah. And Lenny Kravitz is her ex. Oh, I wish it was Lenny Dykstra. For some reason, <laughs> no offense, Trudy, but I, I'm surprised that, like, I'm, I wonder who is, what is the group that wants to watch J-Lo movies? What is the, what was the, what made you go, God, I gotta see the new J-Lo movie? I, it, because it was on. That was pretty much it. <laughs> you didn't have to search for it? No, I didn't. I, there, there was nothing else to watch, so I put it on. Didn't have big expectations. It was not great. But do you want to know what Rotten Tomatoes were, or do you want to guess? Anyone? Trudy, what would you give it? Oh, um, is it fresh, Trudy? <laughs> Certified fresh. Fifty-four. And uh, was that audience or critics? That's, uh, <laughs> critics. <laughs> Audiences like um, sixty-three. All those wow. eighty for Brady people. Wow, you're pretty good. 40, really? Forty-eight from the critics, sixty from the audience. So the audience likes wow. it. Yeah, sixty's okay. Um, yeah, it's not actually not bad. It's okay. Um, by the way, J-Lo, did you see J-Lo at Oprah's birthday party? No. Now, there should not be a birthday party because Oprah turned 69, which is just so gross to even think about. <laughs> right. It's like, that's the birthday oh. year she doesn't, should not have a party. <laughs> but Oprah throws a birthday party and they were covering it on something and they're going, it's a who's who of, you know, entertainment. And I'm like, wow. And so the, I see this giant picture I froze the screen because I, I was like, wait, did I see what I thought I saw? What? I went back, froze yeah, the screen. Megan. There's not a male in the picture. Really? It's all women Hot. except for the help. Like the waiters are dudes. And I was thinking, well, first of all, I wonder if like Stedman wanted to go. And so to get Stedman out of the party, she just said, there's no guys allowed. <laughs> because why would she not invite any guys? I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's guys that kiss her ass all the time. Remember Jamie Foxx did a portrait of her or whatever. A John Travolta. Why isn't Travolta there? I don't know. Tom Cruise. Um, but I and maybe that's her way of like, uh, yeah, we only have the men serving us. <laughs> why wasn't Harry? Sure. Why wasn't sure. Harry there? Happy New Year. That's a good question. I didn't see Megan there, but every you know all these other chicks were there. And by the way, 
the chicks that were there, it struck me like Britney Spears' wedding. Uh, where she doesn't really know. Kim him. Kardashian was there. J-Lo was there. And Kim Kardashian, this is really what? funny. Um, they took a picture, J-Lo and Kim Kardashian and Oprah with Oprah in the middle. <laughs> and the picture got put out by Oprah, J-Lo, or maybe both. Kim Kardashian posted the picture and cut J-Lo out. Oh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> she has butt envy. <laughs> Is, is J-Lo's real and Kim's fake? Um, but they both, they're not both Trudy. I thought they were both real. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, no. Rita Wilson was there. Most of the chicks that were there were super hot, too. I was like, why would Oprah invite only hot chicks? Heidi Klum, uh, Priyanka Chopra, Kerry Washington, <laughs> Gail was there, Viola Davis. Wait, so that Priyanka Chopra was there. Isn't she married to one of the Joe Bros? Yes. Yeah. So was he not there? No, he was not oh, there. He had the I didn't greatest see him. Day. Yeah, I'm so excited she went to. Oprah's she's actually she's actually pretty beautiful, and well, she's gorgeous. She's not a, an idiot. He wanted her out of the house. That's all I'm saying. Wait, she's not with Kevin Jonas, is she? No, oh, come on, jo- get, get real. Joe? Joe or Nick, one of the two famous ones. Nick, the ones that I want to make out on stage, thinking that it will draw more audience, and then of course the whole audience <laughs> just deserts them. <laughs> becomes fans of Kevin. That's my fantasy. To see the two Jonas Brothers make out. Oh, God. You, oh. you and a bunch of other girls. <laughs> um, the uh, the movie To Leslie with Andrea Riseborough, mm-hmm. she's the one that won the Oscar for a movie that made $28,000, although people are seeing it now and, and loving it. Um, it sounds like it's hey, a good Leslie, movie. put a sock in it! And a great performance. And so all these people like Gwyneth Paltrow and, I mean, you name it. Actually, it wasn't that many. It was like five pretty major people, you know, put out messages saying, this is the greatest movie. And what's her name? Kate Blanchett said she should win every Academy Award. She's that good in the movie. So she ends up getting nominated for the Oscar. But the story is that, hey, this is bullshit. What's with all these people lobbying for this chick? And because she was nominated Two women of color didn't get nominations who were supposed to be nominated. <gasps> oh, I didn't no. know anyone was supposed to be nominated. What women? But they've turned it into a race thing. Oh, yeah. God. Octavia one, Spencer okay. and someone oh. else that I had not heard of. But I'm like, well, wait, couldn't couldn't they have not nominated one of the other white chicks? Sure. Why is it Andrea Riseborough's fault? <laughs> who are the other white chicks? Oh, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. She has to be nominated. Did By you the see way, the movie? That, She's a great actress. That's that I, no, tar movie? I thought that was like based on a true story. It's totally fictional. I guess it's about cancel culture. I don't know. It looked boring. Yeah, yeah I, haven't, I haven't heard much about it. I certainly haven't heard anything good. But what the fuck? So uh, people lobby for movies all the time. Mm-hmm. People are constantly out there saying, oh, so-and-so. In fact, the companies, the movie companies themselves, they spend money promoting people to get nominated for Oscars. They oh, take God. out ads. So yeah. what, four or five people, you know, love this girl in this movie that got no attention, and they're doing, in my opinion, they're doing something nice. Somebody who nobody knows, saying, this is an incredible performance. Go and see it. And people are like, no, she's not got people of color. <laughs> Why is it her fault? Oh, it's not her fault. That's, there were, there's like 10 people nominated for awards now. You know what? We need to nominate 100 people and make it all representative <laughs> of the populace. Well, we're almost, I mean, 10 people is a, f- is, too that's many. a ton. It's too many. It's silly. Yeah. But it just seems that, 
no matter what happens, people get screwed all the time. Yeah, and, that's and, how award know, shows work. Yeah, the all male directors hear the nominees. It's like, what are you taking out the nominees for? What's her name? What's the chick that did that? Yeah, Hathaway. No, no, um, Portman. 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 Yeah. Portman. Portman. I mean, just just nominate them like they were the biggest assholes in the world. It's not their fault. And why don't they instead of every? I mean, seriously, isn't it every year that this bitch comes? There's no women nominated for directing. Why don't they have a women director category? Why don't they just do that? No, the that Oscars. way there's a guarantee. We already talked about that. The W Oscars, like the WNBA. <laughs> yeah. The I mean, instead of crying about it, you ever, do people just like complaining about stuff? Because yes. no one ever solves anything. Yeah. But I mean, this outrage. Well, our outrage sells. You know that. It's just how it is now. All I have to say is, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that, Cardi? <laughs> the fuck? I like, the fuck? <laughs> uh, Dr. Roche is the uh, cosmetic breast enhancement surgeon, the biggest one in uh, Detroit, uh, experienced in breast enhancement, augmentation, with the gummy bear breasts. Yeah. Pioneered that, teardrop-shaped and natural-looking silicone and saline breasts and breast lifts. If you like the size of your breasts, but you want to reverse the what gravity has done, there's always body tights that's minimally invasive, tightens the skin and tissue in your underlying breast tissue, and reverses the effects of time and gravity. There's also fat grafting, borrowing fat from one part of you, transplant it in another. So fill up your cups also, 360 liposuction right now, Dr. Rocha's office. Gets you ready for beach season, sheds that pouch around your body for more wasp-like waistline. Men and women can call for a consult at 248-338-1110 at the offices of Dr. Roche. And Christina Gennari, she's our favorite realtor. A lot of KW signs in my neighborhood. Lucky people in that neighborhood who have Christina's experience because she's been doing it for 20 years. She's seen all the ups and downs. And she and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to go there. So when it's time to move, go with the obvious choice, Christina Gennari, 248-550-4788. Call or text her. It's Christina Gennari, soulchristina.com, the obvious choice in real estate. That it? That's it. So uh, they gave out all the MLB awards, even though the season uh-huh. ended a long time ago. And, of course, Justin Verlander <gasps> picked up his Cy Young, and they spelled the plaque wrong. They spelled valuable. Whatever. Right. The main story out of it is, is how damn good Kate Upton's looking. She looked beautiful. If Mark wow. was here, he would probably not call her fat this time around. Because, damn, oh. she'd lost some pounds, huh? Trudy, would you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. She's... Uh, Hot, very hot. Oh, stunning. She's the same size as Verlander. Oh, she's in. Their heels. asses are the same size. We've That's seen true. that picture. Yeah. Doesn't he have a huge face? He has a giant face. <laughs> well, yeah, he's an athlete. A lot of face space. Mark, would you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about her? What do you mean? What about her? It's a joke. Look at, look at that. Yeah, sure. Oh, dime man. a dozen. Do you act like? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like Kate Upton what is just You want just me to some... drool over Kate Upton? No thanks. Yeah. yeah. You never I, will. I think there's better looking women than Kate Upton. Believe oh, me. my God. Just saying. Jeez. Just saying. Okay. Just, Who? I don't know. Do you really want me to make a list? Sure. Top five women see what better top, looking than, top five. than Kate Upton? Well, I mean, you can't. Look, at your, your, your normal trope is that she's fat. Look yeah. at her. She's like 110 pounds now and still has yeah. gigantic tits. I never said she was fat. Oh, really? I said she was. No, I never said she was fat. Did I? I don't think I said she was fat. Dan Evans, send me 500 examples of Mark. 
I just calling Kate just, Upton fat. <laughs> um, the Lisa Marie story. Did you guys cover the whole? Oh, what that she was high as shit. Yeah, well, like we couldn't see that. Well, not only that, but super obvious. It's, it's actually kind of sad because yeah, it sounded like she knew these award shows were coming up. So she's like, I got to look better, and so she uh, lost a lot of weight. Oh. She underwent a lot of plastic surgery, started taking crazy weight loss meds, oh. lost 40 to 50 pounds in six weeks. Oh, my God. And was taking- 40 to 50? Yes. And was taking opioids again. So it's like this pressure of being back in the spotlight. We know she's always had- Yeah. Um, drug uh, problems. Drug problems. Yeah. yeah. So I, I kind of- Well, I don't want much sympathy. <laughs> I don't have much sympathy for Lisa Marie Presley, but I felt kind of bad reading that. It's like, oh, this is a woman who's like- my dad's movie, you know, she's always lived in the shadow. I watched, right. after watching Michael Jackson and the Lisa Marie Presley interview yesterday with Dennis with, Hart, um, another video popped up on the YouTube, and it was her on Letterman after her album came out. Uh-huh. Was that like 05? Wasn't it later than I, like it, people it, think? It was later, but I think she, it was not that far off of being married to Michael. Mm. And it's weird watching that interview because, of course, and, that, and what is Letterman supposed to do? Every question in the beginning is about her dad. Yeah. Right. You know? And so I felt it's like, oh, wow, that sucks. But then seeing this, it's like, here is a movie about her dad, and she knows she's going to have to do award season. So let's do 40 to 50 pounds. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And now everybody's fighting over her money. Yeah, Priscilla. Her, Wait, mo- her mom Riley and her daughter. And yeah. hat douche. Well, didn't, yeah. didn't Riley get dibs, though? Didn't she? Give the whole thing to her. There's an amendment in the will, I guess, in 2016. It's it really sounds like a cash grab by Priscilla Presley mm. to where she's like that. Uh, that's not a real will. Fuck my grandkids, that, I want that money. Yeah, that signature looks weird, and you know, it's inconsistent. It's kind of embarrassing. Wait, aren't those things witnessed by lawyers? Yeah. How do you get that? You know, that signature looks weird. I mean, didn't someone? Sure, it's the world of Elvis. Who knows? True. Right? Yeah. Who knows where it was but signed? How is Hat Douche um, liable uh, to get any piece well, of this? Well, because of how? The, but because Riley's daughter. But that's not his daughter. Riley's not his daughter, right? I understand well, Riley's um, not his Keogh, daughter. Danny Keogh's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, so I, he There's might still twins. He might get money for the next four years to raise those twins because I think they're fourteen. But but the thirty five million, which was a um, was that life insurance? Does that sound right? That they're fighting over um, yeah, life insurance yep, policy. Yep. Life insurance policy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, if he's not a beneficiary, he's not a beneficiary. Or, or aren't the, the two girls. daughters? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I read is that uh, Riley Keough and Priscilla were fighting over it. So Lisa Marie was like, "Okay, all my money goes to Riley, and none goes to my mom or my other two daughters." Well, you normally wouldn't it be put in some kind of trust. You you pick one. I mean, you have to pick. It's that big. Yeah. yeah. So one person is designated, and I guess maybe they have to have another in case that person is like. Yeah. So I don't know what Priscilla's doing. It's kind of embarrassing. I hope Hat Douche wins it all. I hope the creditors get some money. <laughs> I mean, she was horribly in debt. Yeah, will they? Huh? Will they? I mean, she's, no, I she doesn't not, have to not pay her. From, not, I don't think they would from that policy. I don't know. I don't know how so that they, works. You don't have to pay your bills when you're dead, do you? Fuck no. You should <laughs> rack up so many bills right before you die. Right? Absolutely. Why, why not? Yeah. Although I think, come after me. Come on. I think they come after the estate. Yeah, they do. They get whatever, whatever they can. Yeah. Speaking of rich people who I wish were dead, <laughs> did you see this guy? His name is Brian Johnson, not the guy from ACDC. He's 45. He is a multi-billionaire. He's a software entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's spending $2 million a year to get younger. 
Yeah. So he has around the clock doctors with him. And well, there's, there's pictures. I think this is the Wall Street Journal that did the story. And it is fascinating. And what a narcissist this guy is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's got 30 doctors and health experts monitoring his every bodily function. So the main guy is this regenerative medicine physician. And his ba- main commitment in life is reversing the aging process of every single one of this dick's organs. Yeah. He's looking for the fountain of youth, and he figures, because I'm rich, I can at least pay $2 million to try to achieve it. Oh, I like that idea. That's cool. Uh, I, oh, you do? But, okay, but, listen to what but. you have to do, Trudy. You ready? <laughs> okay. Okay, so they're more a year into this uh, thing, which, of course, they have to name it, which, come on, get over yourself. Project Blueprint. <laughs> Stupid name. Uh, strict guidelines for his diet. He can have 1,977 vegan calories a day, mm, which okay. we'll get into what he eats later. No quarter pounders with cheese? This guy has the most boring life. He has to exercise an hour a day, high intensity, three times a week, and he sleeps at the same time every night after wearing two hours of glasses that block all the blue light. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not supposed to look at your phone or your iPad, which, uh-huh. what do you do for those two hours where you go to bed? Read? Gross. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't use your eyes in any way, can you? Yeah, it's called sleeping. That's when I don't use right. my eyes. No, they, they say the blue light is supposed to no, keep you up. The, the, yeah, the part before. So this dick sits around with these glasses is on. That's him? Yeah. yeah. yeah he, oh, this is wasted time. Exactly. He's gross. <laughs> he's disgusting. Trudy, this guy's Why? trying to extend his life by not living it, basically. Yeah. He, sure. he doesn't do anything cool. I, I, I hope he, so, wa- he walks out of the doctor's office and get, gets run over by a bus. That would be fun. He's constantly monitoring his vital signals. Every month... He endures dozens of medical procedures, some extreme and painful, then measures results with blood tests, MRIs, ultrasounds, and colonoscopies. This guy's doing tons of colonoscopies. Yeah, he's got stuff up his butt you, you, every week. You no, know, you don't have to. You only have to look up there like every five or ten. They claim he has reduced his biological age by five years, how they measure that. You want know. your colon clear? He has the heart of a clean man. The heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18-year-old. But it's all wasted. My colon exploded. So it's like he, pasty and gross. He had this company that he sold in 2013. Brain 20- tree, yeah, big. For 2013 for $800 million in cash. By the way, and that's five what, head. Oh, no, he's totally gross. <laughs> he's, I mean, there's so much about this dick. He's trying to avoid saying this. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> so he's got- so he's uh, well, he's doing all these things to to block the receding hairline. It's it's really funny. He talks about this as you know making his life longer, but I think there's a lot of narcissistic elements to it that uh, they point out. Like he dyes his hair. That has no purpose oh, of making a, you live longer. That's it's a just toxin. Vanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He and, looks like Data from Star Trek. Yeah, he does. Like he looks yes. bizarre, almost not human. Yeah. He, He's otherworldly. So here's what you have to do, Trudy. You got to wake up every morning at 5 a.m. I do. Take two dozen supplements and medicines. Uh, five or six. Lycopene? What's lycopene? Oh, um, lycopene. It's for artery and skin health, and he takes metformin to prevent bowel polyps, <laughs> which I, I take, full disclosure, I take metformin. You have bowel polyps? Not Gross. for bowel polyps, because I like sugar too much. It's a blood uh, sugar thing. Oh, I see. Uh, then he takes turmeric, black pepper, and ginger root for uh, liver enzymes. I'm taking that. And to reduce... Well, if see, you, you're on your way. If you take too much of that shit, though, it, it is has a, an impact on your... A negative impact on your liver. Well, so you, you don't, watch out. You need to get 30 doctors to oversee you. Right. Black pepper, ginger root for liver enzymes and to reduce inflammation. Okay. Zinc to supplement his vegan diet. And a microdose of lithium. 
Uh-huh. Which he claims is for brain health. Yeah, it's good yeah. to do drugs. It chills you. Then he has an hour-long workout consisting of 25 different exercises and a green juice packed with creatine, coca flavonoids. Okay, I do collagen, creatine. Collagen peptides and other goodies. Throughout the day, he eats some solid-ish health foods. Solid-ish health foods. Ugh. Uh, with recipes tweaked based on the results of like his latest tests. applesauce and yogurt or something? It's, like, it's it, worse than that. Is that the extent of his solids? After eating... Cucumbers. Johnson brushes, water picks, and flosses his teeth with oh. tree tea oil. I do that too. And applied it. Oh my God, you are this guy. This asshole is spending too much money on something everyone can do. His doctors say he has the gum inflammation of a 17-year-old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a regimen and series of measurements for every last part of his body. He's taken 33,537 images of his bowels. Oh, well. Okay. He's discovered he's got that me there. his eyelashes are shorter than the average, and he's probed the thickness of his cardi- cardioid artery. He blasts his pelvic floor with electromagnetic pulses to improve muscle tone in hard-to-reach places. What words? I don't off. even know what words you're saying. The pelvic floor? Pelvic floor. floor. <laughs> don't you? Google it. <laughs> Do you know what's going on with your pelvic floor, Brandon? No. no. He also has a device that counts the number of his nighttime erections. What? Yeah. What is it? Not a good thing to have them, or is it? A oh, good you want to have a good. You want to have night. You want to have nighttime erections as you have. What if it wears out? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, <laughs> Mister. Yeah, <how> <laughs> no, Drew is listening entirely to the whole thing. That's so, the only thing he questions. How many wood? nighttime erections he had? Is, is that a good thing for you or a bad yes. thing? For no, it's you? very yeah. good. Okay. Wait, no, but what if it's using up too much of your prostate muscle? It's weakening well, it. I'm asked with this. this guy's thirty doctors. Of late, he's presenting. Lose it or lose it. <laughs> Drew, here's your answer. He claims he's been presenting as a teenager in that regard. So he's got a boner all the worst part. Um, oh he measures his every day, measures his weight, his body mass index, and body fat, man, monitors his walking body temperature, blood glucose, heart rate variations, and oxygen levels while sleeping. But what does he do that makes this life work living that he is? Trying to be 17 for. Looking ugly. He um, <laughs> goes around looking ugly. <laughs> he has so far extended his life by five years. But as I told Brandon before. Yeah, but he's the, spending his whole life doing that. And that's a terrible existence. Five and years. This, these you, are his younger, better years. Exactly. You want well, to enjoy his earlier years and fuck the last five years when he's lives in from 95 to 100. How many, how many daily creams? He's cre- not hot, by the way. No, he's not hot. How many daily creams do you think he applies? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Oh, what what different, creams? Different daily creams that he applies to his skin. What Six. So, you're close. Seven. He also gets week, weekly acid peels and laser therapy. Oh, well, that's good. And he stopped going out in the sun. <laughs> What's an acid? Sounds like he has a little bit into himself. (laughs) True, this is the most narcissistic guy. To improve his hearing in his left ear, um, because I guess he has hearing loss there, he does sound therapy. Sound therapy? Uh, And then the author writes, in September shortly... Wait, I thought he was 17. What's wrong with his hearing? Well, he's trying to get better hearing. In September, the author says they walked up to his door... Uh, for dinner, he texted. I'm to, seventeen. He texted to warn me that he just had some fat injections into his face and seemed to be suffering from an allergic reaction to the excruciating procedure. Now, once again, Trudy, isn't that a little? What's the medical benefit to that? It oh, there's like it's vanity. Yeah, that is which totally is fine. Vanity. But don't don't act like it's for your health. No. Uh, when I opened the door, I could barely recognize him. His face was so <laughs> puffed up; it looked like he spent the afternoon chugging bee venom. Um, yeah, be venom. He's probably doing that too. Really get to his, uh... Did you or did you read the the headline story about him today? Or are you reading the story about how he's trying to reverse the aging process? This is the one only? about about him and Bloomberg. Yeah, the whole um, 
his whole regiment, which I found fascinating. Because now, you know, there's all this attention that he's getting because he, he he's so not hot. He needs a new head. Yeah, no, he's gross looking. <laughs> he's not good. He's not attractive looking. And if he dyes his hair, why is he dyeing it that color? Red? Lila. Orange. I mean, it's orange. Yeah, it's orange. Yeah. No, he looks stupid. He looks he a little like Rob Schneider, doesn't he? he does yeah. Gross he face. Does. He does. He does look stupid. Making copies. <laughs> <laughs> here's, anyway. what you, here's what you have to eat, Trudy. Okay. Um... So the first one is a, a smoothie, I guess, of almond milk, macadamia nuts, walnuts, flaxseed, <laughs> half of a Brazil nut, sunflowers, mm. cinnamon, cherries, blueberries, raspberries, and pomegranate cheese. <laughs> so I've got two-thirds of those. Then he has another one that is black lentils, broccoli, cauliflower, mushroom, ginger, garlic, Gross. lime, cumin, um, apple, Boy. cinnamon, vinegar, and they just mix it up into this paste, and that's all he eats. Ugh. He's a big bore. It's kind of gross. He is the most boring human, isn't he, Drew? I mean, who could stand to be with someone trying no to look one. that hot? He has no pussy. That's Although the if point. you were an attractive woman, you could make no effort to look young, and you'd be better looking than him. Well, he'd, he'd probably think that, that fucking would age him, so he wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to look at his him. face if you're having sex <laughs> with him. He needs a new face. He seriously needs a head transplant. Maybe he doesn't like to look at the stupid. face. Maybe he doesn't want to look at the face. Well, De Niro didn't exactly. in that movie. The best part and the final part about this this article is the interviewer is a 45-year-old guy who doesn't work out or do anything, drinks scotch. And after they had dinner, he put his arm in the health monitor that he has for his heart health. And it was the same. It was exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, his uh, ex fiance. Uh, because now that he's making such yeah. a to-do about, look how hot I'm going to be, look how young I am, uh, a lot of people are paying attention to him, including people in his own life, and his ex-fiance came forward to say that um, he's a manipulative and controlling. Oh, oh that's sure. not surprising, Sounds is like it? it yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, he's trying to control his age? <laughs> That's funny, all this work on his body, and yet he doesn't work on his personality. Nope. <laughs> Not surprising. Film director and tech artist Taryn Southern says Brian Johnson insisted she tell him about all her previous lovers and even what sex acts they, they performed on each other. What? In a lawsuit, she's suing him. Uh, Defendant Johnson pushed Ms. Southern to share a full list of her past sexual partners with him and describe the sexual acts that took place, the suit says. Johnson allegedly promised to support Southern financially and medically for the rest of her life, even placing her in an expensive wellness program because he wanted her to be around forever. That's wow. weird. So he wow. puts her in this expensive wellness program. In exchange, he would receive Southern's companionship as well as her intellectual and professional services. That's not the worst job. For his various businesses, projects, and ventures. Um, but... Uh, after she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2019, oh Southern oh no. claims Dumped the venture her. capitalist kicked her out of their Los Angeles home and went back on his $149,000 separation agreement. Mm -hmm. He ordered her to move out, saying she'd become a bad deal and a net negative due to her illness and uh, treatment. Oh, wow. Yeah, so once she got... You seems like dick! Yeah, you're not doing a very good job of keeping young. You have fucking cancer! <laughs> Fuck out of here! That there was, there was a I don't want to catch that cancer. There was a doctor in the article that had to point out to him that um, cancer is mainly genetic, so you're not going to beat it. Right. It's not her fault that she got cancer. Of course not. He. Um, she also says that he persuaded her to let him sleep with other women, even though she wanted monogamy. During voice sounds a little bit controlling, just a little bit. Yeah. During their three-year relationship, Johnson allegedly had sex with at least a dozen other women, including prostitutes. Oh, so he has to go to prostitutes. Or does he he's check such out a all stud? their sex partners? <laughs> he's such a stud, he can't find women to sleep with him unless he pays them? Shocking. I cannot 
have chlamydia this time. So little wins. Well, yeah, he, he, obsessed. Has, to get, he has to get up at 5 a.m., Drew, and he goes to bed at the same time every night after wearing glasses for two hours to block the blue light. <laughs> like that, to me, honestly, all the other stuff, fine. It's that part that really bothers me. Okay, I missed part of the story. How much time does he spend going through his bowel movements? Um, well, he takes a picture of every single one. He He's goes, got a he picture under, of each one. Does he post it on Instagram? Probably. He undergoes col- <laughs> he undergoes colonoscopies all the time, too. And he MRIs. just likes stuff up his butt. Probably. Yeah. He became obsessed with his sexual conquests. He's purported... I'm shocked. He pursued, I like things in my butt. He also pursued his girlfriend's friends very aggressively and found other women on sugar daddy apps, though uh, he found paying for sex to be less fun. You know, paying for sex is just not as much fun as fucking your friends. He's, uh, he's a billionaire and he doesn't want to pay for sex? Well, I think it's an admission it that he free? can't talk them into sex or wow. he can't somehow manage his way inside them. <laughs> By the way, she is... Really, quite attractive. Yeah. I can't believe this girl would be with that Ooh, idiot. Yeah. Well, she had a guaranteed oh, yeah, I've deal. On, I've had pictures of her up there for minutes. All she, <laughs> really All she needed to do was be well. Who does he? He looks like someone there, doesn't he? Does uh, he look like Kyle McLaughlin a little bit mixed with yeah, Schneider? Okay. Looks yeah. Like yeah. A, oh, that's the worst mashup. Uh, the other picture get looked like a, a little dick. bit like uh, who's the guy that played Loki? Oh, um, Tom. Oh, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Stun. He looked like a poor man's Loki. Right. He's a team of 30. That's a good one. Mixed with data from Star Trek. (laughs) Fucking loser. I hate that guy. Yeah. But I just love the fact that the author's like, yeah, my heart's as good as yours, fuck face. (laughs) And I'm going to stay up late tonight. Yeah. What do you do if there's a game you want to watch? But, oh, I got to go to bed. (laughs) That's Nine the o'clock. price of living forever, not living at all. Ugh, boring. In 2016, he was disappointed for not receiving the recognition he felt he deserved and felt discouraged by perceived slights from powerful tech tycoons of Silicon Valley. What? Does he have a blood boy? Oh, a maybe. Blood boy. He probably does. Oh, my God. What a, oh, what a bummer. Yeah, that guy sounds awful. And to cut this deal with this girl, they're not even married yet. He has a separation agreement with her supposedly getting $149,000. Yeah, he reneged on Blah, 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 blah. You're right, though. It all boils down to he's just controlling. Yeah. So he's trying to control his age, which it's not going to work out too well. (laughs) Now, the other end of the spectrum, did you see the Ron Jeremy story? No, I did not. Yeah, he is in a She's trying to age as fast as possible? (laughs) Well, it's working. (laughs) He he believes that he's somewhere he's not. He's pretending. Fake. He could be pretending. I think it's fake. Well, Heidi Fleiss, though, that that she gave an interview about it, and some of her quotes are, you know, yeah, it sounds like he's been going fucking nuts, but they claim that he is either in a catatonic state, and when he comes to, he thinks he's shooting a porno in the mental hospital where he's where he's at right he now. Thinks well, he thinks all the nurses are broads that he's about to bang. Oh, when he's no. l- when he's lucid, he just calls out for Dennis Hoff. Where's Dennis Hoff? Well, we all miss Dennis. Or Heidi Fleiss. Where's Heidi? Keeps calling for Heidi Fleiss. God, how weird. So she says that, um, oh, where's it at? We were hanging out. This was in the morning, and Dennis is when Hoff was alive. Dennis, uh, she's, Dennis said to Heidi, have you seen Ron? I'm so worried about him. He looks like he's going to drop dead. He looks like a 100-year-old man. He's out of it. I said, I haven't seen him lately. So they go over to the Bunny Ranch, and there are a bunch of people there, including Ron. 
Then they drive to another city in Nevada because Dennis had a political rally. Remember, he was running. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, Nevada State House or whatever. It was a six-hour drive, the three of us. We were having a lot of fun. Then Dennis dropped dead. It was so bizarre. But I didn't notice then that Ron was walking slow, talking slow, and that there were signs of deterioration. Um, Ron overheard me tell somebody that, and he said, Heidi, don't you remember those rich Persians in the Ferrari that hit me? Like, that's why he was talking and moving slow. And then another time she called him at his apartment and she was talking to him and he goes, are you in the lobby right now? She's like, no, I'm just calling you about something else. And he's like, so who is this? And are you in the lobby now? And she was totally baffled by that. He's just faking. He's just saying anything crazy. But that was before the rapes or before they became public. Well, maybe they were investigating. Yeah, he knew. they were. Look at that house he lived in, man. Yeah, remember all the cans are raid? Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. Whatever. I mean, he's a big dick. I mean, porn stars wouldn't fuck him anymore anyway. Did they so ever, his life was over. They never wanted to. No, they never so, wanted to, but they the did. Most, the most amazing thing. Yeah. Um, there's a um, there's a really stupid story out about this guy that people want canceled. People are so angry. Uh, Warner Brothers is is really kind of headed up their ass because Ezra Miller is starring as The Flash. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Ezra Miller got in so much trouble assaulting women. Uh, I mean, calls to police over his behavior for multiple occasions. But then also pretty much, I'm not going to use the word kidnapped, but it seemed like he veritably kidnapped two underage people who he then was doing drugs with. And then he was living in a house with his family, and there were they had three young kids, and there were guns all over the place. I mean, it was a series of the most horrible stories. But you know, he has they them pronouns, and he's sort of in um, he's in a good place to kind of survive these things. And he did. He apologized, which I mean, they acted like, oh my god, he apologized. That's great. It's like, what is? What do you expect him to? Do? He never apologized for anything up to this point. He had. Do you remember all the incidents he was involved in? Oh yeah. I mean, they were all really horrible. Assaulting a woman, that's generally kind of a career ender, I would think. He had a cult, basically. So anyway, they straightened that out and said, yeah, he he apologized. Everything's great. He's going to, the flash is on. Well, they shot the thing already. Well, Zachary Levi is the star of Shazam 2. And people are just crazed, insisting that, you know, he can't be in this movie with Warner Brothers uh, as sh- in Shazam 2 because Shazam two. someone posted a tweet. Uh, he was asking for questions from audience people on Twitter for some reason. And someone said, do you agree or not that Pfizer is a real danger to the world? He answered, hardcore agree. That's why people want to cancel him. You're not allowed to have an opinion on <laughs> Pfizer. So, so anyway... Um, let me see. I'm, we're gonna watch the TMZ coverage of this because it was it was so uh, it was so insightful. I, I just couldn't believe how interesting it was seeing how Harvey looked at it. Harvey was like, "What the fuck? Don't you have freedom of speech?" I mean, Pfizer's had a few issues, haven't they? But the it's it's fascinating to see what the young guy who pops in with the stupid. It's queued up, Brandon. Oh, I heard it earlier today. Oh, you did. Okay. I know exactly where it's gonna go. Then this uh, this trial lawyer, Max Kennedy responds to this, you know, hardcore agree with, please contact Mark Ruffalo and beg him to help you understand how celebrities can be outspoken critics of corporate America, Big Pharma, and even Pfizer specifically, without playing into anti-vax propaganda. 
Yeah, have him, have everyone contact Mark Ruffalo and learn how to handle these things. Are you fucking kidding me? Is Mark Ruffalo, is he the free speech governor? Yes. Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> really? And then this other guy writes, uh, you are not as talented as Letitia Wright for me to move past this. So in other words, if you were better at your job, you're a better actor, I'd forget your negative comments about Big Pharma, which Letitia Wright had some. She's in... Um, the she's, hell she? She's in uh, Wakanda. Um, what's the oh, name? Oh, yeah, I know. Black, Black Panther. Panther. Yeah, she's African-American. She's in Black Panther, so yeah. people are willing to forgive her. And he says, well, if you're as talented as she's right, I'm, I might uh, forgive you, but I'm not going to move past this because you're not. And, I mean, it's just on and on and on. All these people are so angry, and they're calling him an anti-vaxxer, which he did not say anything about vaccines. He said, yeah, I hardcore agree that Pfizer is a danger to the world. Yeah, maybe, so, maybe he hates Viagra. Play the t he actually he referenced a uh, when all this thing blew up, he posted something about Pfizer paying a two point eight billion dollar settlement for uh, I I don't even know what the story was. It was two thousand nine. It had to do with a drug that apparently did not work out very well. But play play the watch how TMZ covers the story. Questions on Twitter from fans, particularly the guy in the hat that pops in. Uh, do you agree or not that Pfizer is a real danger to the world? His response was, hardcore agree. Hmm. Now, everyone took that to mean he is completely anti-vax. Why? And that's what started <laughs> this whole <laughs> cavalcade that's all you know of, about Pfizer? of people just accusing him of things when he didn't really commit one way or the other, not initially. So I actually want to clarify one thing. He did. It wasn't a Q&A. He unsolicited responded to this tweet, which <gasps> kind of makes it even worse, right? Thanks for clearing that up. Right, right. He was perceived as anti-vax. More importantly, though, perceived as a right-winger, as a conservative, which is, in this day and age, enough to get you canceled. And frankly, he may, I think he actually is conservative. Yeah, he was in, like, some... Jesus, uh, some uh, you can get so you be canceled for being a Christian conservative? They yes. just cancel you? For being perceived as... I mean, that whole, that's the whole thing, too. It's just this guy whatever is somebody serious. thinks. This guy's serious, though. He really thinks that, oh, yeah, you can't go on in Hollywood if you're if you're that. Are you kidding me? That's obvious. So then, uh, okay, go on. This asshole is Christian-inspired football movie. If you go look at interviews of his, he is definitely a Christian, and I think he is <gasps> a conservative. But the point is this. Wait a minute. You get canceled being a Christian yeah. now? Well, I mean, it, it depends on what you okay to be conservative. It depends on what you voice yeah. your opinions on. <laughs> right. With the Pfizer thing, um, over at Fox News and whatnot, this has been covered a lot over the past several days. Uh, there was, like, some Project Veritas drop that they were heavily covering, and I suspect he was responding to that. You don't know but that. Zachary tried to clarify and distance himself. He posted a link to a DOJ press release from like 2009 where Pfizer was like paying some like $2.3 billion dollar settlement, and he's like, no, this is what I was referencing. I think that's BS. Twitter wasn't buying it. I think he, he showed he his cards and then was trying to, trying to walk it back. Pause it for a second. The point is he said his tweet was just one example of why I don't trust Pfizer. And then it has the thing, which, by the way, he says is BS. And Twitter knows is BS. How does everyone, he says, hardcore agree. How does everyone draw all these conclusions out of one, two words? I, I, I agree with you, but don't you think he just found that one thing, though? Or do you think that's always been on he his mind? He says just one example no, of... I, I know, but do you think that's been on this guy's mind the whole time? Oh, I have no idea. I mean... I, I don't know what he's thinking, but it, it but know, is, but I mean, when they pay a $2.3 million settlement, I think it was actually 2.8. I mean, doesn't that, is there a reason for that? Yeah, and it stuck with Zachary Levi for 14 years. 
Well, get a room with the guy no, in the I'm hat. Just, Jesus. No, I'm just saying. It just seems kind of silly. The whole thing seems silly. Go ahead, play Listen, it If up. you're a mainstream celebrity like he is, representing a major studio for a major franchise, zip your lips. Wait a minute. Why can't people express their opinions anymore? This is ridiculous. Thank you, because, I, 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 Hold on. I have been vaccinated, double vaxxed, triple vaxxed, and quadruple vaxxed, okay? So I've been vaccinated. That said, I gotta tell you, when COVID was happening and all the scientists are on TV saying, you gotta get the shot, you won't get COVID if you get the shot, that's not true. You've gotta wash all of the, you know, um, the- okay, That turned the, out to not be true, th right? There are a lot of things that they said as fact that were not necessarily so. And I think when you understand the facts evolve, right? When you're dealing with, with a, 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 as fa in science, it's one thing dealing with a virus thing. that I, they never dealt with before. I got it. To say facts fa evolve. Facts evolve, but you don't make definitive statements until you know, and they have evolved, and there were definitive statements made. I believe in the vaccine. I want to say that. But at the same time, you know, the, the, we're not lemmings. And, and again, I, I Bill Maher talks about this better than me, but when he he talks about the fact How did that I know there was a Bill Maher reference. Well, it's true up. because scientists don't know everything. Of course and, not. And Charles hates Bill Maher. It was put do. out too strongly. It was put out too strongly, and when you have to backtrack and you get ahead of yourself, you lose confidence in the public. And if he feels that way, look, I disagree, but at the same time. We shouldn't muzzle people for their feelings. Brian from Florida. Uh, I guess the main thing here is that, yes, well, I'm one, that we absolutely can get you canceled. In this situation, D.C. is like taking some serious choices. And I guarantee that they're more than willing to get rid of <laughs> uh, Shazam and toss it away and reboot their entire thing and pretend like none of these people were ever involved at all. Oh, oh thanks, Brian. Do things. They don't have uh, views. That's the way things are going these days. Yeah, Brian's an insider, I guess. Well, that's interesting because I conjecturing per now. Personally, I think the guy with the hat should be fucking canceled if he doesn't think someone who's a conservative or and Christian. Oh my God, he's in a movie about a Christian something. Football team. Oh! Weird. Everyone's such an alarmist. What the fuck? But you know what? It's always those background, like twenty somethings on TMZ that say this shit and they act like they're really mad about it. I love that. I love that sentence too. Facts evolve. I'm going to use that anytime I'm wrong. Facts evolve, man. <laughs> Well, what Harvey said is true. They were definitive, and if anybody questioned it, they threw you off Twitter. If facts are evolving, then people have a right to question them. And as it turned out, they were right to question them, so it was even shittier. So I don't know if... Uh, I wonder if they, they're, they can't You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. They can't possibly kick this guy out of the fucking movie over a tweet. What movie is it again? Shazam. I don't really care Part about two. that movie. <laughs> I don't really care either. I just, this idea that, that there's people like that Potts with the SF hat who think, oh my God, no, I should not be in a movie. How can I? They can't the live virus with stuff like that. stops with Listen, every vaccinated person. Isn't that the construct of TMZ Live, though? They have to have something that they can... Well, it's a, a real fake, story, a though. Fake controversy. Yeah. No, it's a real story. I mean, you can if you if you uh, Google Zachary Levi, you'll see a lot of people who are really upset at him. Yeah, Twitter. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's just Twitter, but Twitter people make news stories out of Twitter, and then news stories become real live things because that's how so much of this happens. It's like, oh, it's outraged on Twitter, so we'll do a story on it, and then. You could have five people on Twitter, but it's not five people. I mean, there's all kinds of people just blistering this guy. 
and he should contact Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> that, that was the funniest thing on there to me. Oh, uh, wait, where's that? I gotta find the copy. Um, please contact Mark Ruffalo to learn about how to handle the show. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. you. Out of your mind? Jesus Christ. And then the other guy. Well, if you were telling us Letitia Wright, I could move past this. Holy fuck. Um, Lisa Marie, there's a lot of news about Lisa Marie today because yeah. it turns out Lisa Marie had lost 40 to 50 pounds in the last six weeks of her life. We did talk so about all Lisa Marie when you were going. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, I said I felt bad for her. you feel bad for her? Yeah, I do. Because I feel like she, what I was saying is that she had to present herself out in the public because of this movie about her dad. She, she didn't have to, but well, she wanted she was, to. Wasn't she, she, the she, wasn't she a producer of it? That was probably yeah, a gift. I well, wonder, no, it probably she, was, but she, she was going to be the face of the family. any kind of a real life her entire no, no. life? No. Everything in her life was like this. She's a Nepo baby! Drew, I was talking about her like appearance Michael on Letterman. Michael Jackson and Elvis. Where, she, where Letterman <laughs> asked her about Jackson. You should watch it after the show. Really I didn't funny. see that, but really I'd love to funny. see it. Yeah. It's one of those things after watching what we watched yesterday and today, it's like, oh, yeah, she had a deal and they didn't deliver for her on her end. No, it doesn't sound like it. Not at all. But that interview with Diane Sawyer is just, uh, to think that that happened in real time and a lot of people said, well, he really did a good job with Diane Sawyer, I thought. Because <laughs> a lot of the response to that at the time was, well, he really stood up for himself. He, he made a lot of sense. It like, was pretty convincing. None of it made sense. He's gonna. He refuses to stop hanging out with twelve-year-olds. Yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> the they fuck? love his music. No, they follow that, him around. That's the man down the street. That's not me. No, there's no man on any street that has twelve-year-olds constantly coming in and out of his house before people lose their shit. Just following them into your bedroom and getting in your yeah, bed. I can't get them out of my bathroom. What? And Lisa Marie brought that up. She was she was trying to help. I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, you can't believe it. They they follow him into the bathroom. He can't stop. It's like. What the, yeah, yeah, you, you think people don't know any better than that? They just end up in his bedroom. There's nothing he can do about it. He's he's sitting there wearing uh, bright, shiny uh, catcher's uh, shin guards and knee pads. <laughs> so it's, it starts at a really weird place. But it's he is brilliantly grooming the public. Yeah. He's saying, oh, no, you're going to see me with lots of 12-year-olds. I refuse over this outrage. I refuse to modify my behavior. He's just a weird artist. Right. But well, also pedophile. Yeah. No, uh, I know, no. but I'm just saying with, people. With, I, I know, but it's with pedophile heaven. It never lands. There's a tilt a world. There's a everything. A choo choo train. Talking flowers. He's he built like pedophile island. <laughs> I mean, if it was if it was Epstein, that would be pedophile island. I'm surprised he didn't make it an island. Fly people in and out. Did you see Bill Gates got grilled about dinner with uh, Epstein on some Australian TV show? No, I didn't. Yeah. He just he wasn't happy about it. There. Well, yeah, you know. Well, had, Bill Gates used Epstein for money. He said, "Oh, I only met him for dinner once." Well, and he and he yeah. said, like I've said before, I really regret going to dinner with him. Yeah, now. Yeah, I think Gates Gates has said more than most people. Bill Clinton has never spoken on the subject. They just refer back to his one statement, which is, "I went on four flights with Epstein. Uh, you know, we were doing this for." But he refuses. He absolutely will not answer the questions. And he was on 26 flights with Epstein. And the Clinton Foundation, they're always the one that has to answer. They go, refer back to his original statement. And there's someone else that came up the other day yeah. who was on 37 flights with Epstein. Now, 
I hate to be that way, but if you're on 37 flights with Epstein, doesn't I think you should maybe explain that. Oh, you like to fly <laughs> private. Or you should try, accept that they, they won't explain it, and that makes it sound worse. Why don't we get to know all the information on who went there? I don't know. Because all it leads to is all these fake lists online of people who've been to Epstein Island this many times, and they're all fucking fake. But there is an th- actual list out there, and I think that they should put that like public. I, I, I think the fake list would still exist, though. Is it, uh, yeah, isn't... Well, the, the, we don't need a fake list. There's a real list. And manifests. Yeah, they're... they're pub- well, haven't we seen it? Publicly act- haven't accessible. Haven't we seen the, yeah, the, the yeah, list? Yeah, there is a real list. And there are a lot of people that went a lot of places with him. Chris Tucker went with him. Kevin Spacey went with him. Kevin Spacey, would, man, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? I would totally watch a documentary on just that flight. <laughs> what they were doing. Yeah, Bill Clinton, Chris Tucker, and Kevin Spacey on a flight with, with Epstein. To Africa. And, and they have a stop partway where Bill Clinton gets a back massage That's from right. one of the stewardesses. Yeah. We have a picture of that. But no, no one ever gets to have any sort of explanation. Somehow Bill Clinton always comes out smelling like a rose. Mm-hmm. We see a billion documentaries, and we've already seen some on Epstein, but... When is there going to be that one that really exposes everybody? Because people, I think people should be held accountable. All the all the rich, famous people that he was hanging out with that were going over to his island and hawk and banging youngsters. Well, I mean, but I will say, the hawk okay. only went there so, for a submarine trip, Trudy. Don't bring the hawk into this. <laughs> hawk is only into chicks who are over eighteen. Anyway. Plus, if any of those young, if any of those young women touched hawk, he couldn't do it anything. He couldn't get him off of him because yeah, they he, have to, you have to cooperate with hawk. He gyrating, cannot gyrating was his he couldn't main use move. his limbs, Trudy. He couldn't avoid it. So if anything, those miners raped the hawk. If you're gyrating around Hawk, you are you are saying that you're into the hawk. <laughs> but just because you went to uh, or hung out with Epstein or whatever, that does that make you complicit? Yeah, no, doesn't. not necessarily. Yeah. Except if you go, if you went on that island, which Bill Clinton uh, says he did not, because he says he was on four flights, which is not true. He was on the island. The guy that the caretaker on the island says, "Oh yeah, I saw Bill Clinton here. I saw him eating dinner. I saw him on the you know on the patio talking to a couple chicks." With um, Hawk? No, don't Hawk bring was me not into this conversation. <laughs> Thanks, Hawk. No, I don't think Hawk was on that trip, are as there, far as I know. Are there, is it possible no. that there are... <laughs> Thank you, Hawk. That people used him for his money? Yeah, and that there are yes, idiots... Yes, Bill Gates who used are, him for his money. The whole or point. wandering yeah, around that island and were like, oh, look at the trees, or I'm having drinks, and they didn't notice anything else no, going on. No, that's not possible. Is that, well, that's not I mean, possible. Well, the alone. The, the caretaker was referring to that particular trip, and I think... I don't remember who else was there besides Bill Clinton, but he did mention that there were a lot of very young females, you know, who appeared to be there sunbathing and, you know, doing whatever young girls do. I meant a chicks, but it was all with consent. <laughs> but the caretaker does not see everything that goes on. He's not in the house. He's taking care of the grounds. Sure. So Ghislaine Maxwell did, gave an interview a couple of weeks oh, ago, gosh. and she said, that Prince Andrew picture is fake. <laughs> and, and two days later, there's a story about... Prince Andrew is going to demand his settlement back okay. from oh. good luck with that. From Virginia what's your name, Jeffrey? Virginia Jeffrey. Yeah, Virginia Roberts. Jeffrey. Um, which is fine for him to say that, but six people have analyzed the photograph. Six professionals. Some of them are are independent too, and they all say no. That picture is not doctored in any way. It also has the stamp on the back of it from the Walgreens that it was published, and they can trace it right back to that Walgreens and the machine that printed it out in two thousand one. That Walgreens is complicit. And not only that, why you give that money up if you're not guilty and now you want it back because Gislaine? Yeah, because Ghislaine Maxwell says the picture's fake. You have, oh my God, Ghislaine Maxwell's on my side. That's that's so credible. 
She's the one that says she did nothing wrong. We know what she did. I love how they're trying to normalize Andrew now, too. He's, he's, they're trying to get him back into yeah, I don't, you know, I don't think royal that's going to work. And, and I, don't, I don't think it, the royals no. are going to allow anything of the sort. Didn't Charles just boot him out of the palace? Yeah, yeah. he said he's yes. not welcome back at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know if he'll be there for the coronation Ooh. either, but he wants Prince Harry there. Uh, oh, did you see the exciting news about the coronation? Who's getting back together for the coronation of King Charles? Getting back together? No. Yeah. The Spice Girls. Oh, wow, they're going to play? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Fantastic. Did you see, like, uh, King Charles in there? Oh, I want the Spice Girls to get back together. Like, that's his favorite group. My favorite is Baby Maybe Spice. He, he might oh have liked God, the how, Spice how, Girls, though. You never know. What's that? He, I mean, he might have liked the Spice Girls. Um, that's true. He, he supposedly true. liked Ozzy. He's like, oh, they wildly communicated with out of each other. touch. He's so he has no touch. idea. He thought that was cool to time. say that. Yeah. <laughs> So the newly unsealed court documents made public reveal that a survivor of Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking testified that she was forced to have a threesome with Alan Dershowitz, <laughs> the former lawyer of both Epstein and former President Donald Trump, and an unnamed woman. Um, by the way, he's I thought he just left he's his a former on. lawyer of a lot more people than Donald Trump. Uh, the woman, Sarah Ransom, was then compelled by lawyers for Epstein's accomplice convicted sex driver, Ghislaine Maxwell, to answer a series of invasive questions about Dershowitz's body and genitals. Oh. <laughs> in a 2017 deposition, Ransom testified she'd been recruited by Epstein when she moved to New York City in 20, 2006. When she, this is after the bust. This is after he was living in the jail, and then he was living at home, and he was going back and forth. Uh, within a few months, she said Epstein introduced her to Dershowitz to represent her as a, her lawyer for a matter involving a man she had met through the website SugarDaddy.com. Oh, that's interesting. Wait, he's trying to protect her while raping her and selling well, her to Dershowitz. Epstein has a way of making it a good deal for you even while you're putting up with whatever you're putting up with. His kink. So, shortly after their first meeting, Ransom testified she had sex with Dershowitz in Epstein's New York residence. Ew. See, the SugarDaddy.com case, that doesn't strike me as a, an Alan Dershowitz case. <laughs> no, it's not I'm big not enough. I'm sure that would really no, it's be not, something he would not. normally trouble himself with. Well, let's it's see. Not, if, it's not going to get him on TV. I'm on there now. I'm going to join as a Sugar Daddy just so I can see what my options Oh, you're getting no one. <laughs> Hot. No one. Around this time, Ransom said she arrived at Epstein's townhouse one day and found Epstein, Dershowitz, and an unnamed woman waiting for her. The woman took her upstairs. They began undressing each other as Epstein watched and masturbated. Two women later joined in bed by Dershowitz. It's so hot. Gross. A few minutes later, Dershowitz walked in the room. He started undressing. He got in the bed with the other woman and myself. We basically had a three-way sexual interaction, uh, detailing that it wasn't a pleasant experience. Uh, he never that took sounds his incredible. Because he never took his undies off. Huh? I just, well, he didn't take his undies off for the massage Sorry. with the Russian girl. So he says. I just tried to get it done as soon as possible to get out of there. <laughs> Can you imagine that's, how hard that's what, what how, every guy how, wants to hear? That has to be the speediest HJ in history. If they could only get a speed gun on her hands going up and down. <laughs> Ransom characterized the encounter as a coerced event and a traumatic experience. She also recounted being extremely upset by the encounter, trying to pay particular attention to the woman because I didn't want Alan touching me. This is a custom hand job. At this point in the deposition, Maxwell's lawyer questioned Ransom on... Dershowitz's appearance, specifically whether she saw evidence of a surgical procedure on his body, she said she couldn't remember. Did you see him bleed through his penis? What? Ew. <laughs> she said, not that I recall. She said she couldn't provide much detail because I wasn't ravishing Alan's body. I was trying to close my eyes and just get it done so I could go home and watch TV. 
But she did describe him as, describe him as quite an elderly man who wore glasses, quite pasty, pasty-skinned, wrinkly. Oh. She also said Gross. Dershowitz looked not well, I assumed, and like he wasn't a healthy person. Gross. Uh, what? Oh my God. Why did they ask a question about bleeding from his penis? Bleeding from his penis? Because he bled through his penis. <laughs> Uh, because knows if that. there's something you describe on his wiener, then it would make her a credible, more credible witness, I guess. But that that implies that he then does has something wrong with oh, his totally. penis. That's Probably does. Horrifying. That's you know that description of sex with him is exactly what I would have expected, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. every chick he's with, even his wife, would say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Uh, meanwhile, Trump today says, "I never had an affair with Stormy Daniels." He denies having, or he's using affair because oh, yeah, that's sure. different than having sex. Oh, yeah, that's probably what he means. He's, do- he's doing a Clinton. <laughs> Trump denies having sex with Stormy Horseface Daniels, in, in quotes. So he called it Stormy Horseface Daniels, and accuses radical Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg of focusing on his hush payments over violent crime in New York. Uh, he totally nailed Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah why, paid her 130 pay? grand. Yeah, why'd he pay? I don't know why. He's using the word affair as if, like, no, we didn't have a relationship. I just bagged her. His mushroom tip. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Why does he want to bring it up? Are well, they... There's a grand jury looking at it. Yeah. It's Stormy Daniels? I think that was part of the evidence, yeah. What's the crime? Hush money payments, I guess. Isn't that a no- n- NDA? I don't know. I thought it was. I thought is that legal? To, I thought when Michael Cohen, Cohen gave her the money, that was a hush payment that we knew about. I mean, well, I, this I I think I'm pretty sure, and you know I'll Google this after the show to make sure, but I think he sued her for violating the NDA, and I think she lost. So maybe by suing her, this sort of made some other legal Manhattan District Attorney's Office was scheduled to begin presenting evidence to a grand jury about Trump's role in the 2016 hush money. Uh, scheme on Monday, laying the groundwork for potential criminal charges against the former president in the coming months, according to people with knowledge of the matter. The jury was recently selected, and witness testimonies will start shortly. A clear signal that the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, is nearing a decision whether or not to charge him. Well, pe- but people do NDAs all the time. Exclamation point. One of those witnesses. All the underage girls that had million-dollar payments from R. Kelly for having sex that was clearly illegal. Oh, boy. I don't know if that's a defense. What? Because everybody else did it. I don't know. Well, they never, they didn't prosecute him for it. I mean, we've known about a lot of NDAs. One of the witnesses. Who's never been prosecuted for having an NDA? I thought it was legal to do. Lawyers set them up. Well, then maybe you won't charge him then. Can there, I mean. It just seems like it's got to be something beyond that. Well, yeah. But but if they're protecting something that's illegal and you violate it, I mean, isn't, isn't there, aren't they beginning to flip those laws in certain states? Protecting yes, something yeah. that's illegal. Yes. yes. I don't think as, as non-disclosure agreements. I think non-disclosure agreements of our crime should be illegal, but I don't think it as is illegal. As opposed to an NDA to protect, say, you know, company secrets or something that yes. is. Well, that's a completely different you, you, category. I don't think you right. can have an NDA to cover up a crime. Right. What's the crime, though? No, I just mean in general. Um, um, hush money being, you know. But it's a, if it's a non-disclosure agreement, she signed an agreement. She and Trump commandeered by Michael Cohen. Um, And I'm not trying to defend him. I'm just saying I thought NDAs were legal for in that reason, because there's a million. And we hear about NDAs all the time with celebrities. 
Well, maybe it depends on who paid the money or where the money what about came Bill, from. Or... What about the guy from Fox News, Bill O'Reilly? He had all these NDAs. $13 million he paid some chick. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Those were NDAs, weren't they? Yeah. They long go... Fuck this it. is Trump. They long go miss the statute of limitations. I recently won big money against Stormy in the Ninth Circuit. Never had an affair. This is old news. <laughs> his big, pay his big money line is likely in reference to a judge who ordered Daniels oh to pay three hundred thousand dollars in Trump's legal fees after her lawsuit against him failed. Yep. She had sued. Believe for, me, she would not be my first choice. That I can tell. She had sued for defamation over his denials of their alleged fling. Well, that does seem that would be perjury if you paid someone one hundred thirty thousand dollars to never talk about whatever happened, and then. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. I mean, prosecutors are laying out their hush money case, which could potentially lead to criminal charges. Daniels claimed to have slept with Trump while he was married to Melania Trump, who had given birth to their son, Barron, less than six months before the brief fling. I think she's got some very deep-seated problems. Michael Cohen admitted to paying $130,000 to Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, to keep her silent about their alleged affair during the 2016 campaign. Did is Stormy Daniels' mother still alive? The one we talked she's to. She's basically a disaster. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure she so. is. That uh-huh. would have been news. Well, she wasn't well, if you remember. Yeah, I believe her mother's alive. Sheila Gregory. Yeah. Sheila. You want to dial her up? Yeah. Let me see if Stormy Daniels us. filed a lawsuit on Trump 2018, claiming the non-disclosure agreement she signed about the affair was invalid because Trump never personally signed it, despite acknowledging that. She accepted the payment made exchange for her silence in the matter. It also alleged, and this is her loss, it also alleged that Trump's attorney tried to intimidate Daniels and scare him into not Oh, talking. yeah, he had a hitman out. Yeah. For her kid. Ever. Right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God, all that insanity. And it's going to start up all over again. <laughs> you fucking believe it? He's like a normal candidate now. It's like, oh, yeah, Trump, fine. Yeah, 2024. Cool. Great candidates. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is Sheila there. Uh, who's calling? It's Drew. Who? Drew. Blue. Drew. Drew? Yes. D R E W, Drew? Pardon? D R E W, Drew. She knows me. Yeah. Uh, what's, she's sleeping right now. Can I give mm. her a message? Um, you know what? I'll just try her back when she wakes up. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. Uh, See you. Uh, <laughs> Who's that dude? Uh, <laughs> Some swinging dick. He's trying to be a fucking hero. I hate these phone heroes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I thought you had a good rapport with him. <laughs> she's not. Lou. I don't think she's His asleep. His TV was so loud. That's for Sheila. The, she blares the TV. <laughs> It is really, to Sheila before. It is really interesting. To f- I, it's hard to find what crime he might be charged with. I have no idea. Yeah, it, I, must, it must have to be where the money came from and who actually paid it. I have no the idea. Great sleuth. All I know is that NDAs seem to be pretty, um, pretty normalized in spite of how ridiculous they are. I mean, it was actually, a that, complete and total exoneration. I mean, that NDA actually sounds a lot cleaner than the... Uh, R. Kelly NDAs, and who else has had NDA? The Bill O'Reilly NDAs. I mean, the uh-huh. girl said she was sexually assaulted when by When Bieber him. was single, you had to sign an NDA to well, bang him. It doesn't sound like it's about the NDA. It's about where the money came from, and I guess it 
prosecutors could show that Trump and his company falsified records to hide the hush money payment from voters in advance of the right. election. Yeah, I think that's what it is. What? Election tampering. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, financial, sorry. financial <laughs> disclosure. <laughs> kind of like what uh, Santos is going through. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure we'll eventually. Uh, Such a in, fun guy, isn't he? I like, love George Santos. I think he should run for president. So entertaining. That guy's a blast. That picture of him in drag, he really does. He really does look like Gretchen Whitmer. It, sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, that's... Well, I liked his response to that, too, when he was asked about it. You know, if that was him. He said, I... What did he say? I was, I was having fun at a festival. So sue me! Yeah. <laughs> he pulled up the so sue me line. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's nothing wrong with having fun at a festival. Nah. Everyone's just laughing at him. Yeah. Look at look how close that is. That's really close. Yeah. Yeah. Same smile, nose, eyes, hair. Well, he has a job if he Have you ever his... seen them together? No. Then they're the same person. Oh, wow. By the way, how's, somebody did a story about that off? Um, how she is a perfect presidential candidate and that they, they thought that she was even sort of moving her politics a little bit uh, in the direction of what would state help her be state, a presidential yeah. candidate. Yeah. A lot of people said that, yeah, that, that state of the state of address, that that was actually a... A presidential campaign. She's a, she's a blue governor of a swing state. That's all the national people know about her. They don't. They don't know the poor um, uh, candidates that she went up against. You know, three of them that got, or no, five of them that got thrown out for bad signatures. So I guess she'd be a twenty twenty eight candidate, maybe. Well, if Biden doesn't run, or if Biden picks no twenty twenty eight after Biden runs in twenty twenty four, Biden's or, not going to run twenty twenty eight unless or, he loses no. in twenty twenty four. No, I'm just again. If he if, if he doesn't run in 2024, ah. yeah, I I think he's going to run. You think so? You don't think the Democrats are going to go? Hey, um, you should probably step down because of that whole uh, documents thing in your house. Some people are speculating so. that it's the Democrats <laughs> that are trying to bring him down because of that. Yes, they don't want him to run. Well, we love 90 year old presidents. Um. Yeah, him Biden versus Trump to me is the worst possible outcome for the entire country. Oh, 100%. The worst. And that's what And it sounds have. to me like it is the most it is probably the most probable of all outcomes. Yeah. Um This is why Santos needs to run as a third party candidate. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know how many votes he's going to steal. Oh, no, Santos should one. run as Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Um the other day they asked uh, Pocahontas, uh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, yeah, about Biden. She's, oh yeah, Biden. I think Who, he'll be Pocahontas? a great, great candidate, you know, for twenty twenty four. And said, well, "What about Kamala Harris?" And she was a little, yeah, a little sketchy about, a cat about Kamala Harris. No, because nobody likes Kamala Harris. Well, <laughs> but then she said she worked with Kamala Harris on something, and I was like, "That went nowhere." What? No. Oh, Kamala Harris and I worked on the housing crisis together. It's like. You, she didn't do anything they about the housing it. crisis. It's Neither over. one of you did a thing. Shut up. It's over. That They solved it. There's no problem with housing anymore. And isn't it amazing that you can pretend to be uh, an American, you can a Native American, and then was like, oh, man, I guess I'm busted. It's like, yeah, whatever. Just keep going. Trump bought, brought back the uh, Pocahontas material during his eulogy for Diamond. <laughs> I know. I watched the whole eulogy today, 45 that was, minutes. That was a nuts eulogy. Eulogy wow. for who? You know, Diamond. Diamond of Diamond and Silk fame. Oh, he did the eulogy? Yeah. 45 minutes? A yeah, full yeah, Jackson? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Not much back. about he, Diamond. Uh, you know what? A line. <sighs> 
the, a lot of the coverage was like this unhinged eulogy. And there were moments where, who boy, aired, did he go off script. Who aired this? But it wasn't that bad. The internet. Oh, the internet. Of course. <laughs> No, but it, it. I mean, I don't know. He Some did people put their eulogies look, on the. I'll, I'll tell you what. It was the perfect. Often. It was the perfect eulogy for the crowd. I mean, they liked it, and the, her sister liked it. So whatever. But yeah, he he went off on the book. He went, he played all the hits, all the great hits. Does do a? Uh, are people usually eulogized live on the internet? Isn't it rather unusual? Um, Something no, he requested. I, I, a lot of things are live on the internet. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> Eulogies, I remember, funerals. Well, there are uh, murders I, I re- on Facebook. I, I mean, remember why? watching someone's eulogy on 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 the internet. Oh, like um, Jamie Samuelson, uh, Wojo, and yeah, I watched. Yeah, so. was that during COVID? Uh, yeah, it would have been. So maybe that's why. But it's not that. I don't think it's that unusual, Drew. It'd be unusual for it to have a ton of hits. <laughs> Um, I got uh, many, many, many emails about the racehorse who dumped the jockey at the starting gate and then proceeded to win the race. Did you guys see that story? Yeah. That horse has oh, boxy. Yeah. <laughs> well, but why wouldn't the horse be faster without a 120-pound guy on their back? Sure. I mean, it seems logical to me. So why don't they just try a race or two without jockeys? Well, they They'll go do. faster. They really should. Well, they do. I mean, the, 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 they the, do? The horse without the jockey won. Isn't there a kind of horse racing? Which we, that, yeah, there's jockeyless horse racing. There is, isn't there? Am I tripping? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. They made such a big deal about it. I assumed it rarely happened, but I can't wait to get in Maz's face about this. Mm. He loses it when I suggest this. Why did that so important? Why did he bail so early too? Why didn't he hold on a little? I think the horse knocked him off. Like fuck you! I don't want you on my. Well, then why did the other horses look at him and go, "Oh, that's a good idea," and kick their jockeys off? Because um, I think the horses don't know they're in a race. Did they kill the horse for knocking his jockey off? Yeah, they should have. Yeah, maybe. Put him down. Don't know. I'm not sure yet. Look how fast that thing is without a jockey on. Look at that. It's Look at just the, flying. Yeah, it's absolutely flying. Let's see how much oh. it and it, does, it looks like it's not getting whipped. Nice sport. Wow, Look, that's it's, getting. It's changing. Is that lanes? the end of the race there? That was, that the, was end. the end. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why it slowed down. <laughs> the jockeyless horse slowed down after winning because it realized. <laughs> I guess I'm done running. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> it also changed lanes. It like had strategy. Wow. You're a jockey. It's ridiculous. Uh, so Stetson Bennett got arrested for public intoxication. Yeah, it sounded like he was knocking on doors at 6 a.m. Yeah, it sounded like he was really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Man, that guy's going downhill. Well, you know, he had declined. Nice peaking at age 25. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He had declined back to back national championships. He declined to play in the Senior Bowl because he said, I'm working out in Florida. And then he gets arrested. And he was supposed to play in the Senior Bowl. Oops. Damn, boy. Was there anything more other than that he was no. bombed? No, he's just bombed. knocking on doors? He's just bombed. But remember, he has a history of getting bombed. Remember last year when he won and the next morning he showed up on GMA or Today Show? Oh, he was so clueless. <laughs> yeah, so was Robach. She was hammered, too. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I turned on GMA today and recorded it at 1 o'clock, GMA 3, oh, yeah? just to see if they would reference it. Of course. They didn't say a word. No. Not a word. Who's hosting it? Uh, Dr. Jen is on there. Yeah. And I don't know who else. Is there a guy? But they, they usually say uh, GMA 3 with, you know, so-and-so. They just didn't say anything. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Are these anchors going to start banging now, though? I uh, don't know. Yeah. I hope so. So yeah. it makes that show interesting. I think they're gonna Is there any news about Robach or TJ's dick? None. Nothing today. 
Uh, you know, there's been a little bit of backlash at ABC for using the whole shit alcohol in their office line, which is what we were talking <laughs> about yesterday. It's like, who doesn't have booze in their yeah, office? Everybody. Well, I think they were just trying to throw anything at the wall they could. Exactly, yeah, because it's They wanted to fire with cause. It's technically a violation, which is kind of a cheap shot. Well, they wanted to fire him with cause and not pay him, mm-hmm. but they would have had to fire her with cause, too, yeah. because if they fire the black guy for fucking the white girl, even though the black guy has done all these other things, then they know that people go, What? That's outrageous! <laughs> so they tried to come up with some stuff to nail her with, and yeah. And they presented such a united front that, of course, it was very powerful, even though no one at GMA <laughs> supported them, apparently. Hey, did you see the, um, the missing teenager story in Ann Arbor? I did not. So it was a 15-year-old who went to Pioneer. Um, and I think at, it was Friday. She was going to school. She takes the public transportation and um, shows up at school in the morning. And then all of a sudden at like noon, it's like, I, I got to leave. I'm not feeling well and disappeared. Her phone was found by the tennis courts. I don't know how well you know that area from, you know, from going to Michigan games or whatever. Um, so her phone is found by the tennis courts, which are, you know, between the football stadium and the high school. And so people are like, whoa, what's that all about? And her dad thought something seemed to miss like foul play. Cause she was missing all weekend. It's not like her to do that. They found her today and she was dead. Um, they found her on the grounds at the football stadium. So it doesn't look like she ever left campus. It's a really awfully sad story. Did they say how she died? No, not yet. I'm sure they'll do toxicology. or But they said there was no foul play, which I thought was kind of interesting, because immediately that's what you think. You think this 15-year-old leaves school. Um, I, and there were some reports that she was with somebody that nobody knew, whatever that means. But it looks like she never left Never left campus. She wasn't feeling well, made it to the football stadium, and passed away. That sucks. Yeah, no, it's awful. It's a beautiful kid, too. Uh, the six-year-olds Adriana went back to school Davidson. in Newport News today. Oh, boy. Where they, uh, the teacher was shot by the six-year-old. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is... Uh, the one with little pockets? Did they, yeah, did they fire any of those administrators who... One step down, one's like, I can't fucking... Yeah, I didn't know too much about that. I, I just watched the story, and it was it was so weird because it's uh, I forgot that it's in Newport News. It's an elementary school, mm-hmm. and first grade. They said that um, yeah, it's it's Rich Nick Elementary School in Newport. Yeah, Newport elementary school though only goes up to what age? I mean, seven or I mean, it's not very young kids. Elementary, I think, ends at fifth grade. Yeah. Right? Oh, fifth grade. Yeah, depends. Okay, yeah. so nine, ten years old. Um, all the kids that they were showing looked so small. I thought, wow, those they look like more like six-year-olds than nine-year-olds. But anyway, they, they pointed out that, uh, and they showed the kids going through the metal detectors. Jeez. And they're not allowed to have backpacks until they get the clear ones. Yeah, they did and, that to us during the Columbine year. And there were, like, cops everywhere. You're talking about tiny kids Going through metal detectors. Oh, you don't want to copycat. Because this one person, yeah. no, you know, it's, who, it's... who, by the way, everyone blew off and pretended. There were complaints all day. You know, this kid, I think this kid has a gun. Shouldn't you? Well, day's almost over, so what the fuck? And then the kid shoots the teacher. Mm-hmm. I think they said two or three people tried yeah. to get them to. Can you go search that kid? Because I searched his backpack, and I think he put it in his pocket. Another little kid on the playground pockets. also claimed that he had a gun, yeah, showed he, it to he, him, he threatened, threatened him, him it, yeah. and was 
crying. <laughs> I'd cry too, though. Can we make this kid do a perp walk, by the way? This is the six-year-old that shot the teacher. No kidding. Or at least the mother. It's amazing, though. These people want to protect the schools by not catching someone doing something. Like that. What the fuck? I don't understand that. What, what harm is it done so you, so you find the kid has a gun? That's good. It's not your fault the kid brought the gun to school. It's like the guy that, you know, who was pretending to be non-binary and was using the women's bathroom and he raped two girls. He attempted to rape one and then he raped another and they tried to keep it a secret because they didn't want, because they were allowing people that identified as female to use the female bathroom or vice versa, which they were, you know, they had to sell to the parents, and a lot of parents were like, fuck that. And then when it happened, it sounded like they just tried to keep it a secret because it would have looked bad. But by not allowing people to know about it, they just made it 20 times worse, and, you know, people got blown out. This one seems But like a gun is even dumber. It's like, it's that is so bizarre for a six-year-old to bring a gun to school. Why are you trying to pretend it's not happening? Do they, do they just not believe the teacher? I guess not. Well, I do but now. when th- when three teachers tell you something, I would think you would think there was something yeah. to it. Well, it's almost witness. the end of the day, though. They were just going to yeah, go home. Yeah, and just go home. And maybe the kid won't bring the gun. Yeah, what six year old knows how to shoot a gun? <laughs> and he had tiny pockets, like the guy said. But it's just lazy. Um, it's awful. They they had he had to have um, like an adult with him on every single day of school. What? Yeah, I read yeah. that. Yeah, he was already in deep shit for a number of things. So a parent had to be with him at school um, until after the holidays, and then for some reason they decided either not to let that, not to require that it was a anymore. a probationary thing or, or something. Just, but wouldn't you think the parent would go, God, I got to school with my fucking kid every day. I yeah. think I'll keep the gun away from him. Or Yeah, or or maybe. I think maybe, I'd homeschool. Maybe he goes, yeah, to like a special school of some sort because was he autistic or... Oh, really? There was... I know yeah, They said something about... Um, I think he had some, some, some kind of disability. Behavioral issues. disability or something. Yeah, behavioral. And, and so... Clearly. So the first day back without the parent, that's when he takes the gun. Well, you know, if you're the parent of a kid that's in that much trouble that you have to attend school with him, and then you allow that kid to take a gun to school, it seems to me, shouldn't... Isn't it so fucking obvious that that parent is guilty of something? Yeah. Being a bad parent. Right. Yeah. Well, it seems... I don't know why people aren't expected... To do more in terms of not letting minors get a hold of their guns, because it, you know, God, there's been so many stories in Detroit. You know, oh yeah, the five year old found his uncle's gun in the chair and shot his three year old sister. Ah, it's crazy. Yep. Uncle's downstairs, you know, watching football or something. Yeah, whatever. Um, the NIL deals, which uh, you know, I found that the other day, and I meant to mention it, but it's the first time I've even seen a list of the top earners of NIL. And uh, it how ranged- do they even know? I don't know. They said they did a survey, and they oh, okay. uh, so I, That's I, good. I they probably yeah. they probably missed some people, but they said uh, Hansel Emanuel from Northwestern State. That's a the football what? player, I think. I've never heard of this person. He's a basketball player. Hansel oh yeah, basketball. With one That's right. arm. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. from Ohio State made one point six million. Uh, Shedlier Sanders from Colorado, one point six million. Shador Sh- Sanders, Dion's kid, right? Oh, is that who that is? The quarterback. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, so Dion's kid, of course, gets a bunch of money. Yeah, Dion's really kid, He's LeBron really James' kid. Is he that good? 
He's pretty good. I mean, he played at Jackson State, but I believe he was a big recruit coming out of high school. Shador. Liddy Dunn made $3.2 million at LSU for her boner army. <laughs> uh, Caleb Williams made $3.2 million for USC. Uh, Mikey Williams, uh, $3.6 million, and that's, that's a high school basketball star. Yep. Arch Manning, $3.7 million for Texas, and Bronny James at $7.5 million. He needs the money, though. Because... Nepo, baby! Well, that's not why they give him the money, because he needs it. Yeah, he's got a he has a four hundred thousand dollar car. He drove to prom. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy's and fucking... all his friends. Remember, they had all their their stud vehicles lined yeah. up. All of his friends had really expensive cars. With all those white girls. <laughs> That's right. As the internet pointed out. Yeah, they did. They made fun of that. And um, God, I can't believe Bobby Hull died. I just did not did not know that. But I was looking at. Um, did Ovechkin break Gretzky's goal scored? No, record? not yet. He's, he didn't. He beat Gordy Howes. And let's see where he's at right now. He's 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 gaining on him. I mean, he's the second most. How goal many goals scored. does he have? I'm looking it up. Because I thought he had tied it for some reason. No. Gretzky at eight ninety four. And yeah, uh, and so Alex Ovechkin's currently at eight twelve. So if you oh, he's. Fuck, he's 82 away. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, are some of Gretzky's in the WHL? Is that possible? Well, it says NHL, all-time leader. All are NHL goals? That's what it says. Because um, Bobby Hull, I mean, I, this always bothered me. When Bobby Hull was 30, 34 years old, I'm trying to think of uh, who was the first person to jump leagues like that when it started the... ABA, what year did the ABA start? I just don't know if anyone of the skill level of Bobby Hull. What about Jim Kick? Well, that was in the 74, I believe. Is that how you say his name? uh, No, I'm sorry, Jim Kick. Yeah, 67 for the ABA. 67? Yeah. Okay. I wonder who they're, I mean, they signed guys out of high school. They did all kinds of crazy shit. And they had some big stars. They had some big stars on the same team. Spencer Haywood, right? Yeah, Spencer Haywood and George Gervin and um, Doctor J, Doctor J from uh, U. He played at UMass. Can he write scripts? No, he can't write (laughs) scripts. Don't call him that. His name's just J. He can write the same amount of scripts as Doctor Jill Biden, though. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, when he went to the WHA again, he was thirty-four, and he got—I think he was paid. I want to say like six hundred thousand for four years, which is way more than the Hawks would pay him. And they let him go, and in the WHA, he had 602 NHL goals at the time. He's only 34. And he goes to the WHA, and he scores 51, 53, 77, 53, 21, 46. And then he returns. Winnipeg is given an NHL franchise, and he just played a few games after the 27 more games, had six goals. So he finished with 303 in the WHA. He had so altogether he had 907 goals, which is more than Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> but they don't count any of his WHA goals. Hmm. Seems like bullshit to me. I'm a big Bobby Hull fan. But um, but Bobby Hull, when he came, they were opening a new arena in Troy, I think. Troy. I think they had a professional team. I can't even remember. This was 92. Like we had just gotten here. 
and whoever ran the arena or was managing the arena knew I was a Chicago fan, and they asked me, hey, we're having Bobby Hull here as an appearance to draw attention to our, our new team, et cetera, et cetera. They had paid him, obviously. And would you come out and introduce him? Because they had invited all the press, and there were some people there. I mean, it wasn't like a massive press event, but it was, you know, there were enough people there to make it worthwhile. So I did, and so I got to meet Bobby, and we hung out, and we were talking, and, really? and they were serving alcohol hey. after the press conference. You know, Bobby talked, and the new the general manager, the coach, or somebody talked. Check so, your villains, baby. <laughs> I hung out to watch, and, and afterwards, Bobby was, like, bonding with all the hockey players. They were just having a ball talking to Bobby Hull and having them all to themselves. And Bobby was, because they were drinking, uh, Bobby was starting to get pretty bombed. Oh, boy. And it was like, oh, this seems like it's getting a little iffy, because it was probably, <laughs> like, noon when this happened. Ooh. It was probably, like, 2.30 or 3, and it was like... Day drinking. Oh. And then Bobby asked... Um, the trivia question, who was the last great all-white offense in the NFL? And then shortly what? after that, nobody was people like, what? Awkward. Nobody knows the answer to that question. And, and it was the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Remember, Bobby, the Green Bay Packers. Bart Starr, Fuzzy Thurston. He just rolls out the Jesus whole Christ. white offense. And and at that point, his he had like two Packers people with him. And, and they just sort of guided him out the door. And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, see you guys. Good luck. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. That was you said that was in Troy. Troy. I thought it was Troy. I wonder if it was at that Troy Ice Arena, which would be the wouldn't that be the second most awkward appearance? Because remember, isn't that where Sergey Fedorov snubbed Clark? <laughs> oh, uh, well, that, that was at a was that a record store? A, I thought it was at the Troy, the Troy Hockey Arena. Was it there, the Hockey big, Arena? Big Beaver. I thought it was. I don't remember what the. Well, I can't remember. The best part about that snub is it was caught on TV by Channel 50, I want to say. Yeah, everyone saw it. For some reason, that clip got used, which is so weird. It's like Mike, you know, shaking his hand and Sergey looking at him and, and not, not, not putting his, his hand out. <laughs> and they're in the news like every newscast. <laughs> All because of Anna Kornikova. Yes. Which was his fault, not ours. <laughs> he snubbed him. Oh man, that was that's another one it's that a seems hilarious it's like, video. How did that fucking happen? I cannot believe what, Kornikova? The star of the Red Wings actually left the team for three days to go kiss her ass because she was banging or she was allegedly with Beret. Was that the story? Travel Beret. So, yeah. And then she decided, No, I think I like Sergey. Yeah, and he went out there with a bunch of flowers and Aww. Missed a, didn't he miss a game? I think it's romantic. So. She was like 12. Yeah, no, there's actual audio from that here. Babe, wait. Babe, wait. Babe, wait. Babe. <laughs> That's Sergey. Babe, wait. Babe, babe, babe. <laughs> babe, wait. Babe, no. Babe, no. Babe, no. Babe. <laughs> babe, babe, babe. No, babe. Wait. <laughs> Didn't work out. He was hot. Why did he? I mean, he could have had. Because she 15, was Anna Kornikova. 15 women who looked and just like her. She was 16. She, was 16, she could yeah. play tennis. And so. she was from Russia. And in Russia, 16 is really old. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? That was like, that was the That's deal. That's the excuse, like, yeah. Yeah, 16 is really, really old. That's like 24 uh, to us. You don't understand their culture. <laughs> there were so many excuses. <laughs> it's like, I don't care about their culture. What about ours here, where they're oh, at? Russia, boo! 
By yeah, the way, she must have opened the tight dress store for that parade. Remember her that dress she wore at the first parade? Oh, yeah. Never seen a tighter dress on a woman. Really? Oh, my God, picture? yeah. Oh, I'd have to look. Mm. And I gladly will. I have audio of her, too, by the way, just so you guys know. I like playing tennis, but I'm not good in it. Um, <laughs> she was when they won the Stanley Cup. She was in the parade car with just Sergey, yeah, you know, right. waving. It's like, really? That was, I think she was 16 then. And he's like, no, 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 we're just friends. And then as soon as she was 18, it's like, yeah, we started banging like yesterday. <laughs> just total coincidence. <laughs> and then they were lovers. But never she before she turned 18. It was probably, she was like 18 and at least seven days old when that started. <laughs> and then she left him for Iglesias. Oh, that was a Hey, try a, not to shoot that puck up my pooper. That's kind yeah. of a bad move, wasn't it? Well, no, they're still together. Her and Enrique Iglesias. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was her hero, baby. Scotty Bowman granted star player Sergey Fedor a three-day leave to mend his relationship with tennis star Anna Kornikova. He missed a couple practices, Bowman said. They later married... In later divorced in 2003. He I didn't need those practices anyway. He's one of the greatest NHL players of it's all true. time, and his yeah. freaking jersey should be retired. And shame on the Illiches for not doing it yet. It's bullshit. And his dress should be retired. Why haven't they? Because they're pissed. They're still angry that he went to Anaheim or something. Or no, that he signed with Carolina. Wow. Like they're holding like a 25 year grudge. Another great move by Carmanos. Was he the Carolina owner then? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Him, yeah. Yeah, so he got him a lot of money. Yeah, he signed Sergey and Kwame. <laughs> he signed him to some ridiculous bonus, too, yeah. so that his salary wasn't that high. Go win, win. And then the Wings had to meet it, and then he, he missed almost that whole season. Yeah. Was yeah. that 97? No, that was 98. He 98, missed almost okay. the whole season, and then he came back and did really, 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 so really good. good. So <laughs> and they won another cup. He is fantastic. I wish I'm seriously pissed off that they don't retire that jersey. It's it's stupid. Uh, maybe they're maybe they will eventually. I'm surprised the wings aren't sort of more turned around by now. No, they fucking suck. So how I thought they were going to be great because I watched a lot of the first I don't know quarter of the season and they were fun and flashy and. Uh, you know, that third line had a bunch of dudes that were like six foot eight. So it was like, oh, this team, this is the year I got to get back on the bandwagon. And then they suck balls again, just like the Pistons, just like the Tigers. Um, the, uh, the show is presented by Hall Financial. They have an exclusive easy start program. It's the best offer out there if you're looking to buy a home. They can drop your mortgage interest rate 2% the first year, 1% the second. And your rate won't go up with the market. You're locked in. You can save $200 a month and thousands each year when mortgage interest rates fall in the future. Hall's Rate Watch technology team will let you know it's time for you to refi and claim your exclusive benefits. So call Hall Financial first at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And, uh, of course, we love your five-star ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or any of our many, many, many platforms and uh, also when you shop using our Amazon portal, and you can't donate. Oh, there's the picture. I finally found it, yeah. Whoa. I mean, that's her sitting down in the Leopard parade. Leopard print, too. The, it's super, Look super. Look at that. It barely goes on. below her lips. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it does. But Look at it. She's sitting, and who's got the view from... Oh, this gr- this creepy driver. Oh, Whoever's okay. driving has that yeah. rear view mirrored. <laughs> but she's got the adorable pigtails, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, they'd won the cup, so it was like... Well, if something's going on a 16-year-old, we don't care because they won the cup. Exactly. Because he <laughs> skates really fast and he scores lots of goals, so it doesn't matter. That's so true. <laughs> I mean, if it was Aaron Ward or something, it'd be a big deal. 
Oh my God, everybody. It's kind of like that. Well, if he was as good an actor as Letitia Wright, of course, uh, you know, I'd let it go. <laughs> is that bizarre? He looks really happy there. Well, yeah. I mean, look what he's sitting next to. Right. Hell yeah. Isn't it because he won, though? It's because he won. The team won. Mm-hmm. That's why he's happy. He had it all. <laughs> all right. Well, see ya. I still hate you.